Welcome in to the Husker After Party Post Game Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. The Husker After Party Post Game Show is brought to you by Action Plumbing, AC, and Electrical, Gary Michaels Clothiers, and Brandt Excavating. Now, here are your hosts, Jake Bockelvin and Nick Sainert. Well, welcome in. This is the Husker After Party Post Game Show, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nebraska falls in their first game, 31-28, at the hands of the Northwestern Wildcats in a extremely frustrating, disappointing um, game. We want to hear from you guys. We're here until 4 o'clock. Nick Sander, Jake Bakoven back in studio, 402-464-5685. The Honda Vigan Hotline, the Sarder Heyman Text Line. Both those open for you guys until 4 o'clock. Then it will be kind of a mixture of DP, Jay, Vershawn, all of them uh, taking you through the rest of your evening. And I said it this morning at the post or at the pregame show, and I've said it, I mean, all of us have said it multiple weeks, just extremely deflating if Nebraska comes out and falls in this one. And, like, here's the thing, and we'll get to Bach here in, in just a moment, but it, it's one of those things where, they didn't play horrible in the first half. Casey Thompson looked really, really good, like a, a decent starting quarterback in the first half. Obviously, in the second half, you had the crazy um, scramble play that somehow, some way, he got it down the field to Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, who ha- who was kind of the lone bright spot on this offense consistently through four quarters. Trey Palmer was open a lot of times, and, and Casey just kind of missed him at, at, at a lot of times. Um, but... Like I said, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Hammond Text Line, both those open for you guys. we got a lot to get to today, a lot to get through, a lot of conversations to be had. Um, once again, Jake Bakoven joins us from the studio. Hello, Bach. Oh, hello. How's it going down there? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, it, it was going really, really good. Um, here's, here's the thing, man. It's, it's going really, really good. Um, it's just... Oh, coming in, uh, concerns offensive line and how that kind of was going to be played out, and, and it really looks like they barely got any push on. Defensive pat. like, here's the thing. Let's talk about defense, I guess, first, because the defense was a, a group that I said personally that I was pretty confident in, uh, pretty confident. And, and obviously there were some question marks in the secondary because of they graduated Deontay Williams and, and Mark Desmuke and Cam Taylor Britt went to the NFL draft, so they were – replacing a lot outside of Quentin Newsom, But it's like they took a massive step back, and it's an extremely disappointing step. Um, and one that we were talking before we went on the air, guys, that it's one of those where Nebraska, that, that was a, I don't want to say call it a Big Ten West game, but that was a game where Pat Fitzgerald has just outcoached Scott Frost, right? Just flat out outcoached Scott Frost. And it's 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 a performance that, they, Scott Frost, I'm saying, and Nebraska could not handle and could not endure in a season that we, you are 15 and 20 now. Now you are 15 and 30 as a head coach. 15 and 30 as a head coach at Nebraska. And you go out to a team that was 3 and 9 last year and looked decent. And you, yes, you didn't commit a ton of penalties, but when, when the, the bullets started flying and in the, in the crunch time of a game, you didn't know who to throw to, and when you, when your quarterback did deliver a somewhat accurate ball, because a lot of those passes were dropped, but a lot of them were behind the receiver, 
when your quarterback would throw an accurate ball, your guy would drop it on the back end. And it's, it was just extremely frustrating and extremely infuriating and just deflating. And, and now you're sitting here going, and that's what we're all scared of. You have North Dakota and Georgia Southern in, two, in the next two weeks. But how much are you really going to learn about your program against those two, ski, two schools? It's the same thing as 2021 all over again where we're sitting here after Illinois saying, what can you learn from Fordham and Buffalo? And the answer is, is little to nothing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be a frustrating uh, couple weeks, and that's kind of going to set the tone to get kind of toxic around here once again. Um, obviously, you can't drop any of the next two weeks. That will be a completely different conversation. Um, I don't think we're there yet, so let's try to hold off on that to a degree because I, I do I do want to say this, and, and I said it all offseason. Um, you know, I, I kind of – you don't want to think about the possibility of losing to Northwestern, but I will say this about Northwestern. They look like they made strides. They look like they have a heartbeat. Uh, you know, as far as a passing game goes and different things that they weren't able to do last season. It's no excuse. I'm just saying, you know, this is the first time that this coaching staff got together. You know, they're going to have to work out some kinks. All that being said, um, there's just a lot of areas to improve for Nebraska. Um, Rushing defense, passing defense, uh, offensive line, getting holes, you know, uh, wrapping up. I mean, it's it's just there's there's so much to work on, and I get that, um, you know, catching the ball. Here's the other thing, too. I I wonder if if something came up with Casey there. I mean, he made the great play um, that's going to be a sports center top ten and all that. But other than that, uh, the second half, you have to wonder. He had games like this at Texas. We talked about it being his thumb. The thumb surgery was supposed to fix it. He was kind of hot and cold there. And, and again, maybe something with the thumb popped up again, and, and let's let's hope not. But there was a difference between Casey in the first half and Casey in the second half. And the weird thing is Casey was getting pressured a lot more in the first half than in the second half. And then, like you said, when he did deliver the ball, it was dropped by a whole myriad of, of guys. I mean, there, there, a lot of guys got targets, and there are a lot of drops uh, all, all across the roster. Um, there's, there's plenty to talk about to break through who played, who didn't play, all that stuff. I don't think that there's any way to get around this, though, by the way. The narrative of after that game is going to be what happened after this onside kick that didn't make any sense whatsoever, took all your momentum, gave it right back to Northwestern, and after that, their possessions went three and out, three and out, interception, punt, yeah. three and out, interception. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and at the moment here, I'll be, I'll be 100% honest. At the moment when I saw the, the onside kick, there was a brief moment for me that I was like, you know, I, I see, not understand because I don't understand it, but it was like if you're trying to put Northwestern in the ground and, and just and not, just basically end the game right there, then it's fine. But in that situation, in this kind of in this type of year, it, it just is it's a it's a really really bad call, just a really really bad call, and I'm I'm not about it. And it's now it's one that obviously since it went south, it looks a hundred times better. And, and here's the thing: one decision might not get you fired if you're a head coach, but it certainly can accelerate the process. And this that decision piggybacked on the previous decisions of four years, right? And I, I hate to bring this up. I, I hate to bring this up because we want Frost to work out so badly here. But at some point through year five here in these next five weeks until that buyout drops in half, Nebraska fans and administration have to ask themselves throughout all the personnel changes, throughout all the coaching staff changes, what has been the common denominator? And the common denominator has been Scott Frost outside of that defensive staff a little bit. 
But the common denominator has been Scott Frost. Now, that's not me calling for his job, but that's one of them. That's that, that's a decision that that's Trev Alberts is going to have to make and going to have to consider here in the next couple weeks, especially if it doesn't get much better. And now, like the the game against Oklahoma is looking a lot and lot less enjoyable as we after we saw the performance today. Well, we've got uh, we got somebody cutting up uh, the the post game audio clips. So we'll bring that to you as the show goes on. Will, Craig, and Brian, all sit tight. We'll get to you. This is uh, your show. We want to hear your thoughts, too. We'll get to that here in a second. First, I want to bring in the captain, though, VJ, in studio with us. Uh, get an ex-Husker player's feelings about this this massive disappointment in, in, in Dublin. Uh, VJ, what are your initial thoughts here? Uh, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick. I'm sick because there's – when you go up 10, double digits, there's no reason to kill your momentum. We gave this game away. It's almost like we're destined to give games away because we're up in the game. All you had to do was kick the ball down the field and see if your defense could get a stop. They played well. It was early in the game. There's no excuse. There's let no me, excuse let me ask- for onside kicking the ball in that scenario. There's no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's, here's, here's a question to portray. How many times are you going to allow a single coach to continue giving games away? Continue giving games away. And, and you can, at, at some point, you can't sacrifice the standard of your program just because of the name under, uh, that the head coach has. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. No, I, 100%. Um, you know, we want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and I think we did that. We went out, we gave them the benefit of the doubt, and now I think you got to take the gloves off at this point, and, and we got to call a spade a spade. You know, I mean, you went out, you got a bunch of new pieces. You got, uh, uh, I mean, all these new coaches. I thought defensively we are exactly who we were last year. We're a team that can't get pressure. We couldn't get off blocks. Um, you you went out and got O'Shawn. You went out and got Devin Drew. You you named Feist as a black shirt. Who I'm gonna tell you right now, I that he's so far from a black shirt right now because none none of those guys deserve a black shirt as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. We missed tackles all over the yeah. place. Nobody made spectacular plays. Even the fumble that we got. It was a cross-body block. He just happened to get his head on the ball. But other than that, it was bad, poor poor uh, uh, fundamentals in tackling. What is the deal with, with our defensive backs and their mouthpieces hanging out of their mouth? Oh, yeah. Isn't that still a penalty? I, guess I mean, not. what are we doing here where we look like a ragtag team with our mouthpiece hanging out of our mouth? I, it, it, just, it, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I felt like. We should not, again, when you get out-coached, when you get out-coached in, in, a, in, in that situation, you deserve to lose. It's, it's interesting because when we, when we look at kind of the offensive game plan and how they decided, because that was a big question mark coming in. And the first drive looked, it was great play calling, it was executed well, and it was the perfect drive. But you have to understand that if it's not sustainable, it doesn't matter. And it wasn't sustainable throughout the entire game. And you also have to remember that coming into a game and even to the third quarter at times, coaching staffs are going to script plays. They're going to script their first 15, 20 plays. And that's maybe why those are plays that you've worked on time and time again in fall camp before the game. And so when you sit here and ask, not necessarily is this offense sustainable, but how this offense and their performance kind of unfolded you go back to last year, and I, I don't want to bring it up, and I think if Nebraska wins, we don't even bring it up. But since you lost in, in the fashion that you did, right, another one-score game, another game that was given away due to a turnover at the end or a couple turnovers at the end and just missed tackling, 
because you lost in that fashion, you're sitting here going, last season, when the time, when it, when it got hard, when the going got tough, you asked your quarterback to do every single thing. And, and that quarterback involved running and involved passing. Now, to, a, to what degree of success, that's subjective and, and that's, that's your opinion. We don't need to talk about that necessarily. But in this game, it really showed that Casey Thompson, we know, isn't the type of runner that Adrian Martinez was or that he doesn't want to run as much, whatever it may be, that when the, the, when the going got tough and towards the end of the game, they didn't know who to get the ball to. They had no clue, no clue well, on it, who to get the ball to. And when the, when the times got tough, no identity, no plan, no adjustments. It's the same thing for four years. <laughs> well, 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 I'm just going to say 49 and 85. Yeah. you got to be kidding me. If you if you tell me that well, 49 and 85. Well, got hurt, but where was Chancellor Brewington in that situation? Right. Like exactly. Like we, we understand why Vokalek wasn't out there. But, you know, there was the stuff with Omar Manning this earlier this week that who knows what that situation is publicly. We don't, we don't know. We don't want to speculate either. But and, and once again, it's at some point in the game, it's not a coaching deal. It is not a coaching deal. It is finding the right guys to play them in the right situations and those guys actually wanting to be there and showing that they're invested. And, and it just it showed like there was a lack of energy in the second half. The moment that they got hit with adversity in the second half, you saw them fold just like that once again. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to make my way down to Tanner's. Nick, we'll see you here shortly. Okay. But when I think about us going out and making a big deal of O'Shawn Mathis and, and Devin Drew and all these guys that we went and got, it just makes me think, why didn't we make a bigger play to keep a, the real Agent Zero from last year who went to Virginia? Why didn't we keep, what was his name? Feldarius Payne. There you go. We talked about this. Why didn't we make a bigger effort to make sure that Daniels probably stuck around for one more year? Yeah. Instead yeah. of letting him go to the NFL as if he was really an, well, ready for the NFL. I don't you, believe you also, he was. Let's also remember this. Nebraska lost their defensive line coach to Oregon. De elected not to hire a sole defensive line coach, but rather give the defensive line duties to Mike Dawson, who's also doubling his outside linebackers coach. And, and you sit here and, like, special teams looked competent, right? Punting was good. Nebraska had to punt a whole lot, so we got to see the punting quite a bit. Uh, extra points went through. You were three for or four for four on extra points, but holy smokes, man! Like the, the that that should that should just be the norm. That should be the norm to punt the ball on an average of forty eight yards or whatever it was to hit all your extra points. We should not be sitting here in this post game show saying, "Hey, at least Nebraska hit four for four from extra points," but we are because it just been, it's been that bad for so long. Well, coaching got in the way, obviously, on special teams there with that onside kick. And, and coaching will. But the other thing is, yes, players have to make plays. But this is year five. And I know there's some of these guys are new, so it's year one for them. But they're brought into year five. They understand the situation. Yes, So, exactly. yes, there's certain – like, there's limitations. They couldn't get the run game going all that well throughout the game. So maybe you can't – you know, you, you'd like to just play some Big Ten West football – they're not able to do that because at this point in their progression, they don't have the offensive line. They don't have the running backs to do so. Um, yeah. Same thing kind of with your wide receiver rotating room there. A bunch of different guys dropping the ball, tight ends, whatever it is. This is year five. So whatever it is, it's got to be on coaching at this point and, and the, the top guy to get this program in order. Let's let's quickly, as this is the, sh the after party here, let's get to the phone lines here. The uh, Thank Honda you for Lincoln Sean. hotline here as VJ makes his way uh, out to Tanner's. Let's start with Will. 
Will. Will, I'm going to ask you too. Thanks for uh, sticking with us, but no cussing today on the post game show. We got to make sure of that. Okay, we'll try. We'll right. try. But hey, nothing's changed. Uh, it's it's like a Groundhog Day. We wake up to the same thing over and over again. No D line mm-hmm. push. O line stinks. Just the two safeties were, you know, like two chickens with with their heads cut off. Uh, Northwestern. Nebraska, they might win their next two games. They might, you know. That means it was two and ten. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get a makeup. Well, who you, honest, honestly, this is a test. The the test is, is game one. It'll either you win or lose. Test is game one. It tells you exactly where you're at. And then yeah. it's Northwestern. You know where Northwestern's at now. Straight up, we can we can see Northwestern's gonna show up. They're gonna play defense and they're gonna pound the rock and they're gonna win. And they'll probably win three four games like that. Nebraska has nothing, no identity, nothing. We're, we're five, five years, yeah. same thing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, th- <laughs> thanks, 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 Will. I, I, I guess when you looked at Northwestern and how they operated on offense, this was my big problem with it the entire time was we knew what they were going to do coming in. Heavy dose of, of Evan Hole and Cam Porter. You knew what they were going to do coming in, and then once it was unsuccessful a couple times, or after a couple uh, after a couple rushing attempts, what were they going to do? Play action pass over the top, and like it's it's the the same thing that Northwestern has done every single year. But guess what? It's successful. It's that it's that mentality of lining up and saying, you know what we're going to do as a defense. But hey, guess what? We feel like we can do it better than you can. We feel like we're, you can't stop it, and and Nebraska couldn't. They just, they flat out couldn't. They couldn't get any pressure on Ryan Holinsky. Ryan Holinsky. Well, let's let's give credit to Ryan Holinsky. He looked a lot better in this game than he did last season. He had this kind of look at South Carolina. He led them to an upset of Georgia in 2019. Um, you knew that there was something there. So I will say this. I didn't expect, I mean, in the first half, <laughs> the Northwestern only had 54 yards rushing. Um, so it was a different game plan. Rahelinski was throwing the ball around. It was it was surprising. Maybe caught Nebraska off guard, uh, but it was it was well executed. But that second half, that's that's the Northwestern. That's the Big Ten West game plan mm-hmm. is where you down by the end of the end of the first half in the second half. And I think they had 160 in the second half. They finished with 214. So um, that's. That's that was the that is what Nebraska will see moving forward, and uh, it, it's going to be difficult. Again, I will say they, they do have to get this one back. I do understand that, um, and you know you just kind of have to decide what your goal is for the season. If it was to win nine or ten games, um, then I think that you're up against it now. But if you're if you're you know kind of thinking six or seven, they got to get one back. There's a possibility that Northwestern's not as bad as they were last year. Maybe Northwestern's pretty good this year. Um, we'll kind of see. I understand there's a lot of different um, frustrations with how the game was called, how the game was played, how it was executed. But I will keep reminding you this is week zero. First time these guys coached together all the way overseas uh, against a very good long-term coach in, in Pat Fitzgerald that had his team ready. Um, so let's go back to the phones real quick and head to Craig on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Craig, how's it going? Hey guys, uh, just wanted to comment. Uh, the pass rush was atrocious and non-existent. Same as all these other years we've had. The offensive line was horrid. You can't run the ball, period, at all. Thought that would be better. The offensive line call is the dumbest thing I've seen in years. Uh, new QB, same issues. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, three yards. No run game. No leaders. Horrible yeah, head coach. This is a five and seventeen. Check my name. Check my record. You registered. Thank, it. There you go. Thank, thank, thank you, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Um, Bob, I'm going to push back on this. It's a new coaching staff, and it's week zero. It's you're you're playing a conference opponent. You've had all off season to prepare. It's not like these guys. It's not like Nebraska lost their offensive coordinator three weeks before the season, and they had to they had to rush somebody in. It's not like they've completely overhauled their staff a month and a half ago. These guys knew their opponent. They knew who they were playing, and it's not like Northwestern went through a change at the helm. It's not. It's not. It wasn't a secret of North, what Northwestern was going to do, and it's like. You did you expect Helinski to, to be slinging the ball around like he did in the first half? No, no, because guess what? I don't expect Nebraska to make adjustments based on, on surprising performances. I expect them to make an adjustment to where they take care of Ryan Helinski. Ryan Helinski at the break had like 200 and some passing yards, which you didn't expect. So coming out, there should be adjustments made to eliminate the pass game. But all, <laughs> Well, they it was did also, that somewhat, but they just couldn't stop the run with Then them. they couldn't tackle. Yeah. Then they couldn't tackle. You you just can't you, you can't. Um, somebody Jeff Jeff says on the stream, what's the number to call? I, I call and I get a busy signal, probably because our phone lines are full. Um, and and it's just one of those things where it, there's there's got to be some mid game adjustments coming into the season. You can't be you can't be two sided or two faced here. Now that we've lost one our first game and come into the season and say. This is an experienced coaching staff with with Mark Whipple, who has forty plus years, Mickey Joseph, who has you know experience at LSU, and, and all this. And then after the game, say just because we lost, well, it's our first game coaching together. No, they should know how to make adjustments, whether they're at Nebraska, whether they're at Northwestern, whether they're at Pitt. That 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 part doesn't change, as Jay Foreman says all the time. Football does not change. But guys, this is a this was a three and nine team against another three and nine team, and I understand the gap that was there as far as how it looked. But to to, to maybe you know part of this is sometimes you have to look in the mirror at yourself and think, what am I doing getting so jacked up for this three and nine team? Is everything going to go fall you know the way that it, that I think that it will based on the fact that you're just telling me it's going to? Again, I think that there's a lot more time in the season. Um, things can get turned around. Uh, whatever happened, I mean, I, I don't know. If Casey hurt his thumb, but whatever happened first half, Casey, uh, I think you might have won that game in the second half. Um, so, I mean, there, it, there's just some, you know, a lot still to kind of digest here. But one thing that is that, that is for certain and it is worrisome for me is the lack of no pass rush. I mean, that was the whole talk of the offseason. That was the the idea, and it was just invisible today. It was, it was uh, and I, you know, you don't want to single out too many guys, but um, Oshan makes some pretty good money, so I suppose I could go ahead and say it, uh, is that. You know, he was almost invisible in this game, and but that put that on on the other guys that we thought, uh, you know, Garrett Nelson and and, 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 and you know and, and Caleb Tanner. There was just not much of a pass rush, if at all, and it was it was it was frustrating. Um, and and I, you know that that I don't know if that changes. You know, I don't know if you can just work on that and get a whole lot better unless unless Northwestern's line's just very good. So we kind of have to figure that out. My board's been taken. I was going to go to the phones there, but uh, <laughs> so we'll, you guys keep calling in. We got a full line of phones. Let, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue to break this down. You guys are flooding the the text line and, and, and you know on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. We'll try to get to all of this stuff here. This is the Husker after game post game party here. Uh, Thirty one to twenty eight. Nebraska loses to Northwestern. We'll be right back here on ninety three seven. The ticket. Back to the Husker After Party Post Game Show 
on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the Husker After Party post game show. Nick Sainer, Jake Bachoven here with you. 402 464 5685, the Honda Looking Hotline, the Starter Hammond text line. You guys have been awesome. I do want to get to some of these texts here um, just to make you guys make sure you guys are heard on the text line. Appreciate There's a lot. We're not going to be able to get to a lot of, or all of them, obviously, but we'll have multiple pre- more post game shows for you guys the rest of the evening. Jesse asked a question that I was actually kind of curious about Where was Ramir Johnson? Um, and that that's a good question that we might not have the answer to unless uh, Frost was asked it in the post conference or the post game press conference. Do we have that audio yet, Bach, or are we still working on it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, there was a, a big quote that come out came out of uh, Scott Frost press conference. Um, on a question, and, and his answer was, you've got to win in this business to keep your job. That's the way it is. And, and I feel like that's where a lot of people are at now. And, and coming in, we, we knew that this mentality or this thought after the game could be, um, it's time to move on. And, and I feel like Nebraska fans are, are officially on that side of the fence um, now because at some point it's got to stop being about progress. And if it wasn't after you went 3-9 and nine in year four, then it's definitely – it should be oh when you're zero and one and you lose to a fellow three and nine team. I understand you you need to know who you are and understand what kind of program you are, but at some point, like I just said last segment, Northwestern is okay with having eight wins every single year or and competing for the Big Ten West. Nebraska prior to Scott Frost and prior to Mike Riley wasn't that way, and I don't see any reason why that thinking pro or that thought process should uh, should have changed just because the head coach changed and. Well, you got to win in this business to keep your job. That's the way it is. Um, I love Nebraska. I love the state of Nebraska. I love these fans that sacrificed to come over here. I want to thank them. Um, the guys, the coaches, they did everything the right way leading up to this. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing about the way we handled the travel. Uh, the kids were dialed in. Um, I give Northwestern a lot of credit. Again, they, they were more physical than us, I, I thought, up front at times today. Um, probably more than than we were and that was probably the difference and um we got to get this turned around opponents have been more physical for four years tell us something's changed because here's the thing like you can't you didn't prove today that something's changed and so tell us something that's changed and if if you can't put put your finger on it then that, that's where we might have a problem. But, yeah, I mean, it was just it, – it, that was a frustrating, obviously, performance. And there's really – I mean, we'll, we'll play what Frost has to say because I know you guys want the answers. I don't think there are – again, there's no answers – uh, now, when you're five and twenty-one and one-score losses and uh, one-score games, it it it, 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 it continues to um, be kind of the curse that that's going to be held against Scott Frost because you think that if you you know all other things uh, put aside, if you have the talent to be in one-score games, you got to start swinging them the other way. You got to out-coach somebody, make a good you know make a surprising play call that actually ends up working. That onside kick was not it. It didn't make any sense. Um, I don't know if that was a Scott Frost decision. Is that a Bill Bush decision. 
it is a Scott Frost decision. He said it in the post game. Didn't? Yeah. Well, that's 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 going to hurt you. Uh, that is not going to be in your favor there. Although I I do commend him regardless for at least covering Bill, Bill, for Bill Bush if that was the case. But um, that's uh, it. Just didn't make any sense. Nebraska had all the momentum. Never got it back after that. Uh, let's continue to head to the uh, Honda of Lincoln hotline. Here we have Jeff on the hotline. Jeff, how's it going? You still there, Jeff? Jeff. All right, we'll drop Jeff. See if uh... I, I I would I would say this Bach really quickly before we get to the next caller because we do want to get to calls here. Um, they had opportunities to take momentum. They got they a couple three and it outs. It wasn't they over got, in the middle it, of the third quarter. No, but it, exactly. They never it got wasn't. the momentum back. But it was like you said. I was sitting here at Tanner's, and Tanner's was packed here at Thirtieth and Yankee Hill. It was packed, and the feeling in this place was nothing's going to happen. Like you're sitting here going. And through four years, it's been the same thing where you sat here, even if Nebraska was up three or, or up 11, it was an uneasy feeling the entire time. And, and, and that just kind of tells you about where how this fan base feels about how things are going currently. Yeah, let's try it. Brian, Brian, are you there for the, on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline? Yes, I'm here. All right. Uh, go ahead and sound off and remember to keep it clean. <laughs> I'll do my best. Okay, so I do not understand. Maybe this has been addressed. So why did we do the onside kick? We were up by 11 points. I do not understand that. Unfathomable to me. Who made that call? Was it Bush? Was it Frost? I don't know if that's been addressed on the post game yet or not because I've been on hold with you guys, but I do not yeah. understand that. One of the worst calls ever. Uh, number two is um, you guys talked about this. I mean, defensive pressure is horrible. I mean, their, their QB should have an NIL, NIL deal with uh, Tide. Kept his jersey clean. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. And just, I mean, and then number three is just like overall, just like we cannot just, I just don't understand. Like we cannot like overcome adversity. I just don't understand it. I mean, so it's, it's like you guys said, there's a common denominator. I want Frost to work so bad, so bad, but I'm not sure it's working. All right, thanks yeah. for the call, Brian. Yeah, and, and, and Nick did address that a little bit, that Scott Frost in his post game did say that was his call there on the onside kick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's – I, I can't say I can't say that I'm shocked. I mean, this is you know the the potential that it could have been Scott Frost all along uh, has has been there, and I, and I think leaning you know I, I think if you're outside of the of the state of Nebraska or, or outside of you know the rose colored glasses, you would lean toward that that was the case. I think the hope this year almost seems like if Scott Frost could get out of his own way and allow these other guys to get you know get rolling, then you might get a spark of something rolling here. And and, and again, I don't want to sound too negative against Frost because I love Scott Frost, the player, too. Have nothing against the guy, but as a football coach, it's just not working out. Well, I'm not I'm not calling for his head right now like I've been saying. I've tried to be in a little bit of the voice of reason to let this game one, you know, it's, it's game one. There's still a full season ahead. They can maybe make up for this. They beat Oklahoma down the line or something. Uh, but there's just it, it doesn't feel like sustained success is around the corner. It feels more the same. And the biggest thing that you worry about there, um, Nick, you said it earlier, they didn't have anybody to turn to. And so when you're looking Zero. around, you have nobody to turn to. You don't, you know, you don't have any trust in anybody to kind of let them get you back in that game. I think you kind of stand in the same thing where the end of the Iowa game last year, the end of many games last year, you're kind of twiddling your thumbs and thinking, oh, here we go again. And with another one-score loss, I think that definitely seeps back in the locker room. Yeah, it's just the, the idea that you have nobody to turn to, it shows that um, 
I, I don't know. Like going back to the whole coaching thing, especially. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, my mind is just going place to place right now because I'm shocked on the performance. I'm not necessarily shocked that Nebraska lost in a one score because we've seen it so much. So much. I'm shocked in how they lost the performance, and I don't know why I should be. But anyway. Um, when you go back to this whole coaching situation and, and things like that, because that's going to be a big topic of discussion, and rightfully so, um, as it actually looked like uh, an Irish reporter uh, asked Scott Frost if he would ever consider stepping down, and he said, absolutely not. I love the guys. Um, so Irish reporter wanting all the smoke there. But um, anyway, <laughs> this, all, all the new coaches and everything was supposed to be a way for Scott Frost to not be involved so much. And here we are after four quarters <laughs> realizing that Scott Frost was involved in the onside kick decision. Yeah. And ultimately, when we sit here, we, we sit here and go, what was the big reason that Nebraska lost this game? And you can point to the onside kick, a decision that Scott Frost made. So, yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's super frustrating when you, when you sit here and go, all these decisions that um, they made in the offseason, whether it was offense coordinator, whether it was special teams, Somehow, some way, Scott Frost still found a way to get his handprint or his fingerprint on some play calling, and it ended up being one of the more important calls of the game. Yeah, and, and too, I don't know how much this factored into it, but it does seem like there was a lot of substitution. Um, and that's good to get fresh legs in there from from here and there, but it was like fourth quarter, just kind of throwing out a lot of different guys. I know injuries might have played into that in certain uh, scenarios, but I'm talking about in the secondary, and, and they've talked about it. It's like, hey, we've got four or five guys that could play at safety. And they rota- rotated him enough, but it seemed like there was some miscommunication back there. And it, I, I just don't know. I, I think at some point you've got to be able to identify guys that you can rely on, and especially on defense. Um, you know, obviously wrapping ups need to get going to need to get a lot better but part of it's just communication and they had some communication breakdowns and there's just a a different batch of guys out there every other play I think you can understand how that happens now again I I, you you also need fresh legs so it's it's kind of tough to get in there but it's just especially the fourth quarter there's a lot of guys of going who's this again who okay who's here's this guy and and what numbers he wearing yeah yeah you got you got multiple guys changing numbers a week before the season goes and, and it's just like Little things like that. Um, I don't know if we have this quote yet Fro- or from from Frostbach, but something along the, the along the lines of offensive staff needing to be more creative. Is that mm-hmm. is that? Do we have that quote by chance? Uh, we don't have that quote. Uh, you okay. can go along with that. So, we do have the onside kick one right once you're done here. But okay, that sounds one, good. Den- Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports tweeted out um, Scott Frost in his post game said, "Quote: I think our offensive staff has to learn. You've got to be a little more creative in this league." How do you say that? Uh, what, what? Come on, look at you. Look at your contenders in the Big Ten West. Not even the conference. Don't look at Ohio State. Don't look at uh, Michigan State. Look at Iowa and Wisconsin, and now the team that beat you in the opener. Were they creative? Were they? Were they? Did they do anything extraordinary? No, they ran it up the gut with a couple quality running backs, right? And then when, after a couple plays, they decided to go play-action pass with a pretty mediocre quarterback in Ryan Holinsky, and your safeties just let them run past. Now, I'll give a little bit of credit to Marquise Buford for a moment, just for a moment, because he obviously got busted up in that coverage in the first half, allowed a touchdown, responds back, forces a fumble, so he, he, he responded to adversity there, but then the rest of the game, it was the same thing as in the first half. And it's like... You, you can I, I, I was just baffled when I read this quote. Once again, I'll read it again, and I'll just let it sink in. 
Frost said in the post game, "quote I think our offensive staff has to be learn has to learn you've got to be a little more creative in this league. If anything, the Big Ten Conference and the Big Ten West specifically is the league that you can be the most boring and simple. It's yeah. if you have guys up front <laughs> and you have a quality running back and a mediocre quarterback that can actually get the ball to their tight ends on on little on little flank routes, like whatever. The Big Ten West, if anything." is the conference and the division that you can be the most simple and find sustained success. It is, but you, you can't, it, I mean, it's more difficult than it sounds to get that way. Somebody uh, off of, a bellhound actually, off of Twitch says this, if he feels the need to get creative, it means he feels he is otherwise outmatched. And that's kind of what I feel about it, is like that, yes, it would be great if you could do the Big Ten West traditional thing, and I, eventually I think Nebraska needs to turn this way and, and, and play some tough uh, smash mouth football, similar to what the Big West is. It's the blueprint Nebraska taught the Midwest years and years back that they've gone away from since then. I'll, I'll, I'll save that for another day, but I've been saying that for years. In any case, though, you can't you can't force it though. If, if you don't, and if you don't, can't have the right guy. You need uh, what Iowa and Wisconsin have. They don't just have guys growing and becoming great offensive linemen uh, just rolling on their campus. They develop these guys. So if Scott yeah. Frost wants to do that, that's that would be great. I don't think he does, but if, if that's what he wanted to do, that would be great. But he's not the guy for it. You've, you've got to you got to identify the right people to coach in this conference. I, it's 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 hard uh, to blame Nebraska with where Scott Frost was. I think we, if we go back there, we all remember um, absolutely everybody was on board with the Scott Frost hire, and I was too. But the one thing I had been saying leading up to that is that's the opposite of the approach I wanted to see being brought. Yeah. I, even back then, I wanted the blueprint, the Big Ten West blueprint, and they haven't gone to that. But I, I will agree with with uh, what Bellhound was saying. Is part of the problem is they were outmatched. If you if you need to get creative. Um, that means that you can't trust your traditional run game. They couldn't. You couldn't trust your quarterback to, to make the put the ball where it needed to be in the second half. I don't know what that was all about. He was great accuracy wise in the first half. We'll kind yep. of try to see what what goes on there. But you couldn't trust that, and you couldn't trust the wide receivers to catch the ball. So no, that little exactly. that little five yard reverse that they had, where they lost five yards in one of those uh, last remaining possessions, that might have been trying to get creative. But it's again Scott Frost. It, it just looks like regardless, and, and maybe they'll be able to sling the ball around and get some points this year um but i just don't know if, if he necessarily uh belongs in this league yeah and i'll just bring this up once again i brought it up probably two months ago when this uh, pick six previews came out but i'll read this um player development recruit rank from 2015 to 2018 versus getting guys in the in the draft for finding success from 2019 to 2022 wisconsin out of 66 power five teams ranks second Iowa, same kind of same kind of uh, of layout. Nebraska, or Iowa ranks first in Power Five of developing lower level recruits into NFL draft type players. Nebraska, they fall sixty second out of sixty five or sixty six Power Five teams. So you you it does not matter how flashy your stars are. It does not matter how great of recruits you get in in the game. It's what can you do with them on Saturdays. And through the last four years and now one game, it has shown that you cannot put a, uh, an actual quality product on the turf when it matters most. And, and I'm like, Northwestern is not going to win the Big Ten West. Ryan Holinsky, I, I would bet money that there is not another game this season may, that in the conference, I should say, because who knows about their, their non-con when they're playing Miami, Ohio, or whatever, whoever they play next or two weeks from now. 
There is not another game that Ryan Holinsky will throw for 300-plus yards. I, I, that's, I, I will stand by that. I, I will stand by that. And if I'm wrong, then I will eat my foot or eat my hat, whatever the saying is. Yeah. But there is not another game that Ryan Holinsky will play in this conference that he will throw for under over 300 yards. We'll see. I, again, I'm, I'm not. I mean, that was a heck of an offensive line performance. Maybe, and and, and maybe it's because Nebraska's defense just isn't very good. And, and it, but it has to be probably a combination of two. I'm interested in Northwestern, quite frankly, coming out of this game to see, you know, how far they rise up. They they might be a bowl team again. It's tough. I know that coming off of a year where you beat them 56 to seven. It's a quick uh, pause for station identification. We'll be right back here on the after party. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. All right, we'll get to the phone lines here in a second. But first, I did want to play some of what was coming out of Scott Frost's uh, press conference. Uh, here is Scott Frost here taking the blame for the onside kick call. Um, I'll take seven of it for making the onside kick decision. You don't win a lot of games in the Big Ten giving up 31. So we have some things to answer on. On defense, if you can score 31, you usually win games, and we didn't on offense, so we have some things to look at there as well. <laughs> He's just playing with numbers. Can you can you play it again? Because did he answer the the, the onside kick question? Uh, he just basically took a little. I'll play it again here. Um, I'll take seven of it for making the onside kick decision. You don't win a lot of games in the Big Ten giving up 31, so we have some things to answer on. On defense, if you can score 31, you usually win games, and we didn't on offense, so we have some things to look at there as well. <laughs> I don't All right. know what he really said there. So so 31 points is the benchmark that you need to pass so you can win a football game. I, I guess when you lose 31-28, it is. Because, <laughs> oh, my, it makes my head hurt, Bach. It makes my head hurt because you sit here and you what you want answers and you want actual like reasons on why a team performs the way they do and you get nothing you get absolutely nothing what, what other quotes do we have there in the folder well, i think the part of maybe the frustration is that you're getting nothing in the in the press conference <laughs> it might revert back to what's well, going on in the field but I, I guess here's the thing um they scored over 31 points twice last year and they lost their uh, their lost nine games. So maybe he's got something there that you yeah. need to score over thirty one points to uh, to win a football game. <laughs> well, he's he's at least got that nailed down. Here's Scott Frost talking about the tackling. I'm guessing about the lack of tackling from Nebraska. Uh, I didn't think we tackled great in the in open space. Um, I think when it was in the box, it was fine. Uh, th- that's my impression without watching it on tape. So, um we missed a couple out in space that that we can't miss. And, and we're going to play guys that are just as talented or more talented uh, down the road. Uh, I thought their backs ran great. Uh, I thought they did a good job making one more cut and getting extra yards. Uh, but we certainly had opportunity to make more plays than we did. There you, there you hear from Scott Frost there talking about the lack of tackling. Uh, we also had, uh, had him talking about the loss of Travis Volkolek, obviously one of the captains for Nebraska. We lost Travis Volkolek for the game that, that – uh, that hurt us a little bit on a couple of them. Uh, we got to make sure we get them in the right stuff. Uh, again, you, you know, this is this is the type of game we're going to be in where you only get so many drives, uh, and you got to take advantage of them. And two turnovers hurt. You know, I think we were up 11 twice in the game and gave up the lead, which we can't do on defense. And we got to score when we needed to on offense. 
Well, you here from Spross, but I don't think you're going to get too many too many I want to say this. I, I feel like there's a way that you can you can score 28 points and win a football game. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm just saying. Like I, I may, I, I'm not I'm not a coach. I'm not getting paid four million dollars to coach either. Um, but holy smokes, I, I just feel like there's a way that you can score 28 points and win a football game. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a frustrating day for Husker fans if they lose 31-28. Let's head back to the Honda of Lincoln hotline here and, and go to Jeff. Jeff, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, go ahead again. Try to keep it clean for us. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's going to be hard, but I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. Trust, uh, trust us, Jeff, we know. Yeah, we, we got you. <laughs> wow, there's a, there's a lot to be said. I'm sure it's already been said. I mean, I thought the offense looked pretty good in the first half. Um, it looked like we actually had an offense. Here's what I don't get. One year, one side of the ball is good. The other year, it's bad. So the defense was good last year. The defense is a joke this year. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, two questions. Number one, why can't Nebraska have nice things? And number two, here's the other thing that really just angers me. All offseason, we listen to Husker Media say how this player is going to be amazing, and this player is going to be amazing, and they're going to beat Northwestern by double digits, and this, that, and the other. I'm not saying you guys specifically, but, I mean, geez, how do people make predictions like this when they haven't shown it in the last five years? Why wouldn't you want to take a conservative approach and say, well, we'll just see what happens. I'm not going to predict a win. If anything, you should predict a loss. And then we saw what happened. So, I don't know. I'll just listen on the other side, but it's, it's frustrating. Yeah, thanks for the call, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Vershawn's also here. Um, he's he's arrived at Tanner. So we'll get out of here in, in a couple minutes and, and hand it off to DP and, and Vershawn. I know they have plenty of thoughts. Um, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. It's It's been it's been all right. Um, the Husker, it's been all right. Uh, <laughs> it's been just, fun, I just, think, this part of it anyway. Yeah, I, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, let's get to some of these texts. I, or, or do we have any more frost bites by chance, Bach? Uh No, we're out of those. Okay, um, let's get those as soon as we can, please. And then uh, once again, I'll read this one. Um, Vershawn, I'm not sure if you heard this quote from Scott Frost today, um, and it said uh, something along the lines of, "I think our offensive staff has to learn you got to be a little more creative in this league." Ooh, really? Mutiny. I, I just I, like one. I don't really? know. Here, here's the thing, and I don't want. I don't want to put words into uh, into Scott Frost's mouth or, or kind of you know make make something out of nothing. But you, you sit here and you read that, and it sounds like a guy that feels like he may have could have called the game a little bit better on his own. Well, I, well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, he he had an opportunity to do that. You're the head coach. You can make the calls at the last minute when you want to make those calls. Nobody's putting a gun to your head and tell you to do this or do that. You know, at the end of the day, man, this game was lost because of our lack of, of coaching. We got out coached again, period, point blank. I don't care what anybody says. This game was in the bag. We, we, we were up 10, 11 points yeah. um, when we decided to do the, the – did, did we find out whose decision that was? Scott to, Frost. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You so here's You're the kidding thing. me, Here, right? Here's here's what I said, Vershawn, in, in response to that. Here's what I said is you sat here in you're kidding all, me, right? all off season, Vershawn. Nick, and you're kidding me. I'm not. I'm, I wish I was. <laughs> but no, you sit here all off season and we say, All right, cool, they've addressed it with a special teams coach. They've we we've made all these changes to the coaching staff so that Scott Frost can be more hands off, right? Yeah. And then we find out at the end of the first game that his one decision may have turned the entire tide of the momentum. 
Dude, are it, you it kidding me right now? That, that's that's seriously. The thing. Are you kidding? I'm being me? serious. Play, he play, made the, that play the play the quote. Play the clip, please, yeah. uh, Bach. Well, yeah, let's play, play the Here's, clip. Bach. Scott has a little bit of a longer explanation on this, so we'll hear it here. But yeah, here it is. Perfect. Yeah, uh, you know, in hindsight, uh, we've been talking to the kids about being aggressive and attacking this thing for weeks, and I think they did that. Um, part of it was we had we had a couple things that we wanted to be aggressive on. We had one earlier that we wanted to see if we got the look we wanted, and we. We got to look as really good for it, and uh, I made that call, so that's on me. Um, you know, at the at that point in the game, I thought all the momentum was on our side. I thought if we got it, we could end the game. Um, and it, the way we were playing, uh, you know, I I felt at that point like uh, what? Like we had a really good chance of winning the game, and I felt like. Maybe we were the so, better team. Can we, can we, and, can we stop you know, that, please? There's no reason you, you can't really first. <laughs> if, if you felt if you felt like you were winning the game, why do a high risk, high reward play? Because you gave up the game. But no, if if you if you feel like you are in, you are going to win the game, which I think a lot of Husker fans would agree that at that moment, Nebraska up eleven, <laughs> you're going to win the game because Nebraska has all the momentum. Well, what did you just do though? Well, you know, when you get in that situation, you give your defense. Who at that point, the defense was playing okay. Okay, they, they were playing. They were playing serviceable, and the offense yes. was complimenting them well enough. Yeah. Well, they just got a turnover. They just got three and out. The last thing that you want to do is have someone put you in a bad position by going up 11, and then instead of kicking the ball off, they hadn't had a kickoff return yeah. all day. Well, and, and I, I did say this earlier, and I'll reiterate it, on that onside kick decision, um, even if they would have gotten it at the 20, like Northwestern got it at the 20, uh, there's no, there was no sign that Nebraska's defense maybe could have stopped them. But the onside well, kick expedited the process, well, number one. But what one. was the score in It's 28 to 17, and you give them a short field. But exactly, that's exactly my point. That's exactly what I was going to get at, is that you, you expedited the process, and the momentum was fully on your side, so there's no reason but for But, Nick, that. you can't say that they're just going to automatically give up an 80-yard or 75-yard scoring drive. It, 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 because, like BJ was saying, yes, it would, I mean, they didn't look like the black shirts of old. I'm saying the decision was bad, Bach. I'm not d- defending the decision. Well, no, I, I'm no. just saying, I, if there's any any question about it, like I understand what Frost is saying, and I'll give, like I understand it, but I don't agree with it. I understand that if they would have uh, gotten the onside kick, then maybe they would have won the game, and that's that's what was scary to me too. Is that he's thinking in the third quarter we got to win the game now because he's scared about what's going to happen if he plays the game out. You're up 11, dude. Like j- just don't get in your own way. That's all you have to do. And he gets in his own way. It, it's it's just it's remarkable. And again, it's you know Nebraska still had the lead, 28-24 after they scored that touchdown. Yeah, had plenty exactly. more opportunities to win this game from there on. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that even. Sh- I, I mean, I don't know how the, the locker room reacts to that onside kick call. It, Bach, it, it's just very strange. Bach, what'd you say the score was at that point? They were up 28-17. Thank you. We didn't score another point at no, that point. No. After that point, yeah. that Scott Frost wanted to make that dumbass call, I said it, that dumbass call, we just unraveled. That was a dumbass call. It was. Okay? Yeah. There's no reason to be up 20. How much time was left in the game? I'll go back and look. I felt like middle of third quarter or something. Dude, it, I, I mean, it might yeah. have been three or four it, minutes it, left in the it, game. It, you know, it was, or in it the was third, third quarter, quarter, I mean. Third quarter, That's yeah. what I meant. Three, three or four minutes yeah. left in the third quarter. Yeah. And then we decide to 
onside kick it after taking not only a, a, a bigger lead, but going yeah. up 11 points. Here, here's something to remember also, guys, when you bring up leadership. Um, a couple oh. weeks ago, when you bring up leadership, not necessarily in the coaches, but we're talking about locker room and how they could um, how they could react or, or you know answer this, this devastating loss. And, and it's remember a couple weeks ago, Casey Thompson told us in a press conference um, after after one of their bad days of practice that their only two leaders are him and Vokalek. You lost Vokalek, and Casey Thompson threw two picks today. And I don't, and, I don't and so know if you, I you know, put those two picks on Casey. No, a lot of so so the last one was thrown behind the tight end, but it was still catch. Both of them hit were, him in the hands. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It. It's catchable. Yeah. There was the other one with Oliver Martin. That now here's the now it's nothing Dude, against Oliver, Oliver Martin, uh, but the guy stopped. He straight up stopped running. And it's he is second, who we thought it he is, is. It is the second year in a row that on a on a pass across the middle, Oliver Martin. Yeah, we got it. Uh, it's the second year in a row that Oliver Martin on a pass across the middle in the first game of the season just straight up stopped, and there was an interception on that same play. And, and go we, back and watch it. But but Casey also, I mean, has to take some you know, some of the blame for it too. I understand in those specific scenarios, um, the Oliver Martin was just definitely iffy. Uh, the last one with Wyatt Light, Lure, obviously Lure's fault. Um, but Borgatar had to break up an interception the play before. And and I'm not saying completely that you know I want to dog on Casey Thompson. I'm saying there was something off about him that second half. Either that or there was some, something uh, that he was just really feeling it in the first half because it was just a night and day difference out there. Um, and I know we've got Casey actually um, so at the podium, so let's get to that. Here's uh, Casey talking about staying calm and needing to win the turnover battle. Uh, like I told you guys before, I don't. I think pressure is really an outside influence. Um, you know, just staying calm and staying poised is the name of the game, especially at quarterback. And uh, you know, a lot of guys on the sideline look look towards me and look look to Travis. You know, we're leaders of the offense, leaders of the team. And, uh, you know, if you just stay poised and stay positive and try to remain unfazed as much as possible, you know, I didn't first quarter through the fourth quarter, I didn't really feel like that, um, that, you know, I didn't let anything get to me. Um, and I, I, like I said, I felt fine. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, we have to win the turnover battle. We have to be able to run the ball and uh, stop the run. You know, that's the name of football, especially in the Big Ten. So, like I said, I mean, I'm going to look myself in the mirror and um, we all have to get better from players to coaches to support staff. Well, there you hear Casey on that. And then the other one that I wanted to play from Casey real quick before you guys get uh, your reaction there is that crazy scramble play that ended up 57 yards to Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda. You have to remember that one is not drawn up by the coaches. That was just an amazing play. Very few quarterbacks across the country could make. And that was about all they had. That was all they really had in the second half. Here's Casey Thompson on that scramble play. It was third down, and uh, you know I was just trying to make a play. So I was actually running out to the left. Uh, my first few reads were uh, not open, and then I think I had a little bit of pressure. So I tried to run left, and I was actually going to run for the first down. I saw the d uh, defense alignment was overrunning it a little bit, and then um, I saw the, the DBs kind of were looking looking at me. Their eyes were in the backfield, so I knew if I could just buy some time, I, I was going to reverse field and actually go all the way to the other side of the field. And then I saw uh, Isaiah go deep, and he, he actually threw his hands up about three or four times. I just wanted to make. I saw him for for a second. I just wanted to make sure that nobody was behind him that they can intercept it. So once I saw him, I just stuck my foot in the ground and just made a play. So there you have it. There, you guys. Any reaction to Casey Thompson there and, and kind of his uh, up and down game? I don't. I, I, you take away that fifty-seven yard. I, I look at it as an offense as a whole, right? Um, and, and you have that run that was that was good to see a running back run by by Anthony Grant, but. 
you take away that 57-yard pass, and, and what was Nebraska's passing offense like in the second half? Non-existent. Um, and, and, and it consisted a lot of dropped passes, right? But you sit here and you just you, you ask yourself, um, what is this team's identity? And I, it wasn't necessarily that I was expecting to hope or, or expecting to learn it in one game, but we don't even have an inclination of what they want to do on offense. Um, whether it's it's stay balanced. I mean, they were there, the numbers wise, it was balanced, but when when the going got tough, right? Once again, we don't know who they want to go to, who they want to put the ball in the hands of, and and what they want to do on offense. Um, and it's just it's frustrating. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. At the end of the day, you know, I thought Casey Thompson was our best offensive weapon out there. Go 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 back to that Nick one time real quick. It was a it was a something that I just saw you were on. I don't know what it was, but yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at the box score right now. First of all, like I said, this is just a rendition of last year, okay? We 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 lost the turnover battle. Not only did we lose a turnover battle, but we had 466 yards. When I talked about the black shirts, you can't give up 500 yards and call yourself a black shirt. Mm-hmm. O'Shawn Mathis was non-existent. I'm looking at it's 14. First of all, second quarter, we went up 14 to 3. Casey Thompson got in. And then we gave up two unanswered touchdowns. Or, no, what was it? An unanswered touchdown and extra. No, two unanswered touchdowns. You can't do that and expect to win games. You did that in the first quarter. You ended the first quarter the exact same way we ended the game on giving up. Two unanswered scores, and it just just it can't happen, man. It can't I, happen. There, there was an actual brief moment there the first time that Nebraska was up by double digits um, that I thought, okay, Nebraska is, is going to take momentum and they're going to grab by the throat. Why? Because they've learned. They've learned what not to do. And there we were the second time that they were up by double digits in the game in a separate situation, and the, the belief lessened a little bit. And... There was never a time after the onside kick that you felt comf- comfortable as a Nebraska fan watching that game. Not, well, you, and there's not a time as a Nebraska player where you should feel comfortable until there's zeros on the clock. Yeah, well, well, you knew, first of all, we came out throwing the ball, and I thought, you know, when we initially, we still had the lead, right? It yeah. was 28-24 yep. when uh, Braylon Allen came, or not Braylon Allen, but Evan Hole. Allen came into the game. The oh, back. A.J. Allen, yeah. Oh, A.J. A.J. Allen, yes, that's right. In the first play, he went for eight yards, right? Second play, we threw the ball. Third play, we threw the ball. So you tell me, why didn't we run the ball in that situation, well, run time off the clock? Yeah. And, and to me, you put Logan Smothers in the game because you got a dual threat. Yeah, and that's and that's and that was that was shocking um, when we saw, you know, Logan Smothers on there. Um, now, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with the situation, with the, with the idea, because – we knew he was going to be kind of in that J.J. McCarthy role that they that they played uh, for Michigan last year. But I, I, like I sat here, and when, if you want to talk personnel, where the hell is Ramir Johnson? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I thought you you sit here and you sit here and you say to yourself, um, Ramir Johnson. All you hear all uh, off season is how valuable he is to this offense. Whether it's at running back, whether it's in a slot position, whether it's on uh, special teams duties. And you did not see him once. Well, today. well you saw him on special teams. You saw him every on special teams, time. and I but thought offensively. Yeah, well, I thought you would have saw Gabe Irvin, but but, but then again, I thought you would have. If you're going to throw the true freshman out there, I would at least thought. You know what? Is Ramirez when he, when I watched Ramirez play last year, he played with a little something, something. And to me, I mean, we didn't have guys making people miss. It just was was 
after the after the the debacle that was the so called. Here's this for Sean. I don't even know, I, I don't even know what to say. Let's, let's right talk now. about I'm play so calling frustrated. real quickly here. So you're in the second half. Uh, you're over. Or, you know, you're you're halfway through the third quarter. So you got a quarter and a half left of football, and Frost counted drives of how many drives you know the you have to think about and and all this. Pat Fitzgerald over there on the sideline is doing the exact same thing that he was doing all four quarters. Their game plan did not change. Nope. Their game plan did well, not change. It, 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 at the it, end, adjustments, yes. They adjust, just normal adjustments. Well, they went Big Ten ball at the yeah. end. Well, and that's the thing. But like I'm saying, in, in the third quarter, when they're down by 11, they didn't panic. They just continued to run the ball with Evan Hole, Cam Porter, and then they'd go drop back with a play-action pass. Bro, that's what this, they did every this, single time. This, and and that's, that's Northwestern. That's having an identity, and Nebraska just straight up doesn't. Nick, just doesn't. Did Scott call that onside kick for real? Yes, he did. <laughs> play the audio yeah. one more time, man, because to me that we, was – We can play the short version. Yeah, too. play the short yeah. version, but I think that's the reason why we lost that game, man. I, if you want to put it on one thing, it was that. He stole the momentum from his own team. Yeah. Um, you tell me how that makes sense. I'll take seven of it for making the onside kick decision. You don't win a lot of games in the Big Ten giving up 31, so we have some things to answer on. On defense, Once if you can score 31, you usually it. win games that we it. didn't on offense. So we Stop have it, Bob. Once again, all you got to do to win in the Big Ten is score 31 points for Sean. But what if, wait, That's did the he ever number. answer the question? Yeah, he, he took, so yeah, so he, he answered it. He took he took blame for it. And when he says, I'll take seven of it, he means I'll take, take <laughs> blame for seven of the points that we gave up. He also really thinks that you need to get to 31 points. So I thought I'm serious. On, the benchmark the is 31. Good, yeah. Okay, so now, okay, so, so if at they would have got now, that onside kick. Yeah, then so there you go. now, now that we have an idea of what the benchmark is to win in the Big Ten, and it's 31 points. Now we can, we know, we know what we have to do every week: score over 31 points. Yeah, that's all we have to do, guys. Let's uh, let's get to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We got it. We probably got a few minutes before we get out of here. I'm going to make sure these guys have been patiently waiting. Uh, so let's go to Brady on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Are you still there, Brady? <laughs> Hey, I'm still here. All right, Brady. Brady. Give us what I you got, got here. I got a unique perspective. Of course, uh, Tennessee's my favorite team. Nebraska's my second favorite team. And I'm down here in East Tennessee. But I'll tell you what I see. Um, and that's just compared to what I look at week in, week out. The rec- I think somebody needs to look at the strength and conditioning coach. I mean, there's a lot of lean offensive linemen, and there's a lot of portly defensive linemen. Just keeping it real, not trying to offend nobody, but there's a lot of blame to go around. This is not the team that I sit down there in Miami and watch my favorite two square off, and y'all kicked our teeth down our throat. (laughs) Uh, I'm very upset about that. I mean, I love the big red. I wear my flannel shirt, cuff my sleeves up, you know, and got a tattoo or two on my forearm. (laughs) I love the big red, man. And this is not the team. And I'll go ahead and say it. Um, Scott Frost, you know, he's just not a program head at this level. He needs to go back down to UCF or somewhere like that where he can be successful. This is too much for him. All right, thanks for the call, Brady, and thanks for waiting there. Um, We're all sad over here at Tanner. Hey, hey, (laughs) hey, Hey, look. You see how I'm laying on Nick right now? We're sad, too. Yeah. Oh, Nick, man, we this blew is... it, didn't we, Nick? This is a sad day <laughs> in the man. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but, I, but, I opened this up for Sean by being like, well. To his yeah. testament, though, to, to the caller's testament, yeah. I'm going to agree with him. We look like some fat slobs out there. 
Okay? We look like a team that wasn't in shape in the fourth. Who's yeah. the stronger team yeah. in the fourth quarter? We prided ourselves on being the stronger team in the fourth quarter, and we got muscled, we got pushed around, and we got no push up front, man. That has to change. Absolutely. Did not win the conditioning battle there. Maybe it was just, uh, you know, jet lag or whatever it was from going over overseas there. Uh, let's go to Greg there on the uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Greg, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, go ahead and give us your uh, your, your take here. Try I, to keep it clean. I have a well over five seasons. You're like 15 and 30. So Scott Frost, you're a loser. I mean, uh, football comes down to wins and losses, and the losses yeah. indicate you're losing. And it's gotten to the point. I'm as a Husker fan, I'm tired of it. This is not something I want to invest my money or my time into anymore. Ooh. Also, I'm I'm also asking all other Husker fans, uh, including you guys. Uh, anybody got the fire extinguisher to put out the dumpster fire? <laughs> I mean, I'm tired of watching it. It's kind of old. Thank you. Um, right, hey, yeah, thanks, hey, Greg. Bach, Bach, do you by chance have that quote uh, once again of Scott Frost saying that you know it's wins and losses, and that's how you know I hope to keep the job or whatever it was? Do you by chance have that quote? I believe that's here. Well, you got to win in this business to keep your job. That's the way it is. Um, I love Nebraska. I love the state of Nebraska. I love these fans that sacrificed to come over here. I want to thank them. Um, the guys, the coaches, they did everything. All right, yeah, yeah. More about everything that, that went um, right, but yeah. Here, here's here's what I would also Whoa. say when uh, – Was that a farewell kind of speech? Well, that's that, – uh, yeah. That I sounded mean, like a farewell here's, here's speech. Here's the thing, and this is where – this is the conversation I was about to start. Sheesh. Um we we know what kind of leader Trev Alberts is, and he's a, he's a guy that is a no BS athletic director, no BS boss, um, and we know that the the expectation was clearly laid out for him in front of the season, right? Between them, we don't know what the the number of wins. We or lost the Northwest, but that's what I'm saying, Rashawn. But now, when the, like the caller made a really good point that um, yeah. he doesn't want to invest money, and as an athletic director, you have to think about things other than just the product on the field. You have to think about, will this fan base want to buy tickets? How can we fill seats? Um, what's the fan interest in this? Husker football is the main driver in Lincoln and in Nebraska and around Nebraska. Husker football is the main driver. Um, and when they're not winning, people don't want to go to the games. People are more than welcome or more than uh, okay with staying at home, grilling out, tailgating at their place and watching it in the comfort of their basement rather than going to a stadium. And, and, and that's understandable. So – you have to worry about all those those boxes as an athletic director. And right now, as that caller just pointed out, he has no interest in investing money. And I'm, I, know, I know for a fact, because I've seen it on the text line, there's a lot more people that feel the exact same oh, way. Well, I mean, they, they should feel that way. Why would you invest in a losing ship? Yeah. I mean, the ship's been losing for five years. We get back here, and it's the same song and dance. It's the same, it's the same old movie. Groundhog Day, that's all I can say. Have you ever watched Groundhog Day? The same thing ever, over and over. Over and over and over again. And, and he had to change his perspective before it could change. And I just think um, – I just think really the fact that Scott would even would make that call. I, I, I thought I didn't know who made that call, but whoever made that call, when the call was being made and I'm sitting at the tailgate and I'm thinking to myself, that had to be the dumbest call yep. that I've ever seen in college football. Ever. I mean ever. And and you don't you don't you don't make the type of money that they're making making dumbass calls like that. 
That was a dumbass call, and it's going to always be, in my book, a dumbass call. I'll tell you what, guys. Maybe he was just thinking about uh, helping the, the, the red carpet experience uh, next week because that sellout streak is going to be something we talk about here the next two weeks as well. Uh, let's, uh, let's go quickly to Devin from North Carolina here on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Devin, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. All right, go ahead and fire off. Well, um, yeah, um, he, he, uh, he bet on himself, and he's losing. I mean, that's, that's just uh, what it is. Um, plain to say. Um, Northwestern was the better team in all facets. They were better in special teams. They were better defensively. They were better offensively. They were better from a coaching standpoint. I mean, there's nothing more to say. I mean, other than uh, what, what's next. I mean, because like, like you said, it's like the same movie. And, and what's sad was I, I saw it coming. Uh, it's like hit and play. You're hoping for a different alternative ending. But you know what the ending is. You, you know what you know what's coming. You know they're going. You know Nebraska's going to lose by one score, yeah. and and that's essentially what what we saw. Um, since the unsigned kick, which I thought was incredibly stupid too. Um, I mean, they, they they just hadn't. I mean, the, the momentum was gone. They really couldn't get nothing going offensively. Defense um, forgot how to tackle again after getting that turnover. So, I mean that. I mean that's what it is. Like, and I agree with the previous caller. I'm not going to waste my time, you know, watching that kind of kind of stuff on the field. You know, I've been, been a fan since I was 10, you know, watching Eric Crouch in, in those days, you know, you know. Even if they lost, they at least left it out on the field. I don't feel like that when we lose. I feel like we're leaving too much out there. And, I mean, that. No, the players don't deserve that. You know, I think they deserve a little bit better, you know, from, you know, from the coaches. Coaches got to be better. And, and the fans deserve better, you know. You know, especially if they keep selling out uh, your your stadium and you're winning four games a year. So yeah. that's all I got. To say. Thanks. Thanks for call, Devin. Thank, thank you, Devin. And I'll say this again. I said it right at the top of the show and. I know we've gotten quite a few more viewers on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream. Once again, the number to call, text 402-464-5685, the Honda Looking Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. You can always reach out to us on our personal Twitters as well. Um, and I'll, I'll say it again, through all the personnel changes, through all the staff changes, over the last four years there's been one common denominator. And through the last four years and now one game, nothing has changed. There's been more than one common denominator. Because you got to look at that defensive staff as well. Okay, defensive staff. You got to. You got to look at those but defensive if you, if backs you look at, if, okay, and say so. we we thought that the defensive backs were going to be the strong one That's of the stronger right. points. Uh, they, they missed tackles. I, I would I would I would disagree on that. I don't I don't think we came in expecting this defensive back group to be the one of the stronger groups on the on the field. I, I think we expected them to play better and not, maybe not maybe be actually be able to tackle. Oh, well, we trusted but, Travis Fisher. How about you, you had to, you had to sit about, here? You I mean, had to sit here, D, or Vershawn, and say. Look at last year and how blessed they were with the COVID year to bring back Markel Dismuke and Deontay Williams, and maybe we didn't read how important read into realize how important that was or how valuable that was. I said that. Remember, I said that earlier part of the year that there we should be making more of a play to keep the guys that we have versus going out paying guys that necessarily didn't pan off. I mean, besides Trey Palmer and Casey Thompson. You you tell me another transfer guy that balled out. I'll wait. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be waiting a long time. So it just doesn't make any sense to me. And the fact that Scott would go over and, and take over um, um, uh, coaches, you got a special teams coordinator, right? Yeah. What did the special teams coordinator say he wanted to do? Yeah. 
And now here I am looking at the special teams coordinator saying to myself, now, wait a minute now. I talk to Bill Bush all the time. Now, I know Bill Bush wouldn't do anything like that. Yeah. Right? One well, of the things he no, talked about exactly. was kickoff. Yeah, we've, we've, had multiple, we've had multiple conversations, both you and I, Vershawn, you more than I have, um, conversations both on and off the air with Bill Bush. And so, Yeah, I'm not happy. Yeah, there's, I'm not there's, a happy camper because – and I'm not a happy camper, not, not because we lost the game, but be, the fact that we got outcoached. We really did. Once we again. got outcoached once again. And it, it's ridiculous, man. We should not be getting outcoached right now. Well, and you guys think, too, I mean, Frost, this was his first role uh, as the CEO coach. So maybe he just felt like he wasn't doing enough. He needed to get in there and, and call something to change the game, and he sure did. And so maybe that's a concern is that, you know, that I've been having all along is, you know, how is, what's Frost going to do on game day? Does he feel like he is uh, being utilized enough or feel like, that he, you know, his stamp is on the program enough? I don't know if it is there. And then again, calling out the, the play calling and saying they need, need to get more creative. This is not a good start to how these guys coach together, at least from the, the head coach's side where he's, <laughs> he's already, as a guy that doesn't have the play calling, jumping in um, and, 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 and altering things for, for the special teams and then obviously um, throwing some arrows there at the end uh, to, uh, to the side of his offensive play calling. Um, uh, we lost the, the guys out there. We'll, we'll yeah, get no, reconnected. We're, we're, Are you still here? Yeah, okay. we're, yeah we're going to get reconnected here. I'm yeah, we, we're here. Stream large is it, it's so many text coming in they broke it yeah but but, <laughs> but no you're, you're exactly right man I mean it, it just to me when you're a head coach man you, you accept responsibility for your actions you you you're the guy that should be saying you know what this is on me especially if you made that call man I to this day I, I, I hope and pray that he didn't make the call to onside kick I know he did but I'm I'm hoping I'm in a bad dream and I'm gonna wake up and we got <laughs> not gonna I'm, wake I'm gonna up. Say we got another day to wake up before the game. There man. we go. <laughs> it ain't happening. And, and, and that's and that's what's so frustrating. Hey, look, my two numbers hit on Kino. Maybe that's a bright spot. The well, rest of the did afternoon. you? Did you I, have not, I have not played. Maybe yeah, that's what that, I need to it do. It doesn't count. So it doesn't count. No, so. you didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> I didn't. But no. So here's the thing. The, the tough part as we look forward. Right now, there's nothing you can do about Saturday's game. Um, today's game, you have to look forward. And you look at the schedule, and I, I think it's fair to say now that this whole schedule discussion, as stupid as it was in the offseason, everybody used it. As stupid as it was in the offseason, everybody, everybody used it as a reason why we thought Nebraska was going to find success. That has to go out the window now. That has to, after how you played today. Yeah. It does not matter that you play North Dakota. It does not matter that you play uh, Georgia Southern. I mean, it does not matter because the, the whole idea that this is an easy schedule and you thought you were going to be able to get off to a 3-0 start just easy and, and just, you know, coasting by is now over. That's done um, because of how you played today. So uh, when you look forward now, North Dakota and Georgia Southern, you're going to have to ask yourself, what can you learn from those two per- performances, those two pod- those two games? And the answer is probably going to be not a whole lot, but it's also going to be developing leaders. Who, who's going to step up? How are you going to respond to adversity? Yeah, well, they've, they've got they've to... Got They've got a, 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 a long, they've got a long, long list. They've got a long, long list of uh, what they're going to do moving forward. I don't know what they're going to do moving forward. I think the thing that that's going to happen is you got to figure out who's the leader. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm, I ain't even talking about who's the leader on the football field. I'm talking about who's the leader in the coaching staff. Who's going to step oh, up on that situation? Boy. Hey, man, look, the gloves are off, doggone it. They're <laughs> off. 
I drank the Kool-Aid, super sweet. Now it's, it's done. The Kool-Aid, no more Kool-Aid. We're drinking water. Straight up water, Nick. It's about time. Water. It's about time, for sure. Hey, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Nick. I know. We all did. Uh, that, we, and like, we did once that. Again, once and again. And we like, did that. That's what makes this such a delicate and touchy subject Vershawn Bach, we're, we're, we're struggling with our Wi-Fi right now, Bach. That's why we're not on the stream, but we are here. Um, we, that's what makes this such a delicate discussion is because we all want this to work so badly. And we got this off the text line. I, I love it. I love it. We got this off the text line. Um, oh, boy, this is Nick's day. You can crush Frost now. That's not what we want to do. That is not what we want. What do you mean? You think we wanted Nebraska to lose to Northwestern today? Sometimes people need to get crushed. When they do dumb things, we need to stop turning. Or they need to get crushed. Get crushed yep. But we need to stop turning <laughs> a blind eye. Seriously, though, we need to stop turning exactly. a blind eye yeah, to the time. BS. Right? Yeah, it's, it's time. time. It's time. It's like, time. That I, was I, dumb. I, you, you think I wanted to? I, I sat up. I, I drove to Tanner's today after the pregame show, thinking to myself, I do not want to be calling for Scott Frost's job at the end of this day. But Scott Frost just called for his own job. Yep. As far as I'm exactly. concerned. And I, it, nothing it is, that I said. It, it is what it is. Nothing that we say on this radio station impacts how they should do business no. down at the stadium. At the end of the day, do, so you, do, you, make, that I say, do you get paid $5 million? I wish. You and me both. Man, we could split it. What? One <laughs> thing for sure, two things for certain. If you, you can pay me $500,000 and I'll be the head coach, the last thing I would ever do is onside after my team went up 10 points. <laughs> 11. 11, Rashawn. That's just the dumbest thing ever. I'm not calling for Scott's job, but I am. Because yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna continue to make if you're gonna continue to make those decisions, I agree. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It don't matter. Nebraska well, football and, and is gonna the stink up the here's, joint here, here's for the, the next thing. ten it's, years. It's been when you're when you're talking about those decisions continuing. We don't need to see any further. No, we've we've been we've seeing seen it for it four years. Yeah, we don't need to see. We don't. We have enough <laughs> body of work. Yes, well, I don't want to see anything else. That's the else. problem. Is it, it's not. It's not like Scott Frost just got here and it's like, okay, yeah, we'll see what he does in future games. This was a bad decision in his first game as head coach. This is four years repeating every single game. There is the same response from this coaching staff, and it's panic and it's make stupid decisions. How you categorize it was a dumbass decision. It's a dumbass decision. When you're up 11 and have all the momentum in the world on your side across the pond. When there's so many other factors that are going on, uh, hey. you've been there longer than the other team. Yes. Did I mention they, Northern Nebraska got there a day earlier than Northwestern? Mm. All right, and how? Like, mm. oh, it's just oh, it's so fresh. I'm getting heated mm. again for Sean. Well, you, listen, <laughs> hey Nick, rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, I think at the end of the day, a little league coach is not going to make that decision. A high school coach would a legal, is not going to make that decision. Would a little league coach get fired? After 15 and 30 in four years. Of course. He can fire him. Well, no. A little league coach depends on He might be paying for the whole uniform. Yeah, exactly. No sponsorships. No sponsorships. Let's take a break. When we come back, who knows? We might bring DP in. Uh, I'm sure he's got some thoughts as well. We've just been kind of rolling. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Sorry, Change line. is coming. Keep them rolling. Keep them coming in. Change is coming. We'll be right back, guys. Back to the Husker After Party Post Game Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
Not sure exactly what we're bringing out at this point. Probably oh. more fire from the text line from you guys on <laughs> YouTube. But we are bringing out DP uh, oh. here to the after party. DP, uh, how's the after party? Is it, are people just crazy down there, excited for the start of football season? <laughs> it's like it's like having a disco at a funeral. That's what, that's what it's like. It's, the, it's DJing a funeral, my friend. That's what this is. I just want to understand. I want to thank the football program for leaving us this turd burger to talk about. I'm not in a good. I'm not in a good spirit. I'm rather positive in general. But what I have to say today is simply go Huskers volleyball. I want to spend the next hour and a half talking about the women's volleyball team because it at least gives me some idea about what I can expect. See, promises are made. Commitments were made. Look, I'm full-on past the point of, you know what, this is what it is. I, I can pull the Denny Green clip that says they are who we thought they were. And sadly, they've proven us correct. And it, look, we all went through the Charlie Brown, hey, Lucy's going to hold the ball, and she's going to let us kick us this time, kick it this time. But you see, Lucy's smarter than Charlie Brown because she knows that we're suckers. We're all suckers. <laughs> And she's going to pull the football again, and I'm going to end heels overhead with my feet up in the air and dirt on my butt because I simply trusted a thing that I know better about. I know better about it. Listen, I can love you and still say what you did was terrible. Right. Well, I can love you. I can root for you. I can cheer for you. I can, you know what? I can tell you, you're a good boy. Right. Your little puppy is like, sometimes he's like, ah. Oh, Nebraska football, you, can, can you change his name to Husker? <laughs> Husker football and just say, I know you're going to poop on the carpet. I know you are. I love you anyway. You're adorable. You're adorable. But you're going to poop right in the middle of my new carpet. You know right. why? Because you can't help it. You can't help it. And we haven't trained them the right way. We haven't trained them properly. We haven't asked. We haven't demanded. Like, listen, I can't put your – listen, uh, Husker Anonymous, I can't put your nose next to the poop and smack you on the behind. Right. You know why? Because you, you, there's a better way. We just need to get to the better way. And I'm just telling you, we were celebrating. We high-fived. And this is how you know you can't have nice things. Up – 11, up 11, you got a break, right? On a breakaway running play, their running back decided to give you the gift of all gifts and put it on the turf. And then Northwestern said, you know what? We're not even going to tackle. Matter of fact, we're going to run next to your running back. We're not even going to tackle him. We're just going to run with him into the end zone and an 11-point lead. And the one thing that you cannot do, you did. You did. I've been in good coaching rooms, and I've been in bad ones. And the thing that happens in a bad coaching room all the time is there's one coach. There's one. There's always that dude who says, you know what we should do now? <laughs> and there's no grown-up in the room to tell him, you shut up and go to right. the corner. We're going to coach football. But instead, somebody listened to that guy. 
Somebody, nobody in the room had the, had the grown-up mindset to say, no, mm. don't do it. Mm. Mm. For mm. us, for the fans, for the players, we have to be better than that. Mm. And literally, listen, you could have done 999 things. Mm. But it was the one thing that you couldn't do that you did. That you did. That you did. Listen, I, and if this was a one-off, if this had never happened before, first time puppy eats the shoes, okay, all right, all right, go. first time, first time, first time. But if you bought in a puppy trainer and the puppy trainer, you saw the puppy trainer, and the puppy trainer said, tell you what, you know what he ain't going to do? He ain't going to eat your shoes and he ain't going to poop on the floor. Mm. That's all we asked for. Listen, I can work with the rest. Mm -hmm. I can work with the rest. Instead, what you did is you turned your head and you got adolescent. You got immature. You got emotional. And you know what you did? You did the one thing that you're paid lots of money not to do. Mm. Right? And think about it. All of the good work done prior to that Mm. was just Poured out the window. Mm. Mm-hmm. You just, you just did it, and I thought, shame on you, mm. shame on you, for doing this mm. thing. And listen, I'm gonna root for them tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, I'm gonna work with the Husker puppy again. You know what? You gonna get another chance. Wait a minute, puppy. though, DP. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. So I, if we got, we know puppies, right? And, I forgot and, to and, breathe. And, and I forgot to breathe. I, know, I, was, <laughs> I forgot to breathe. Hey, but, but, I was like, wait a minute. All that just had to come out of me. But the puppy, <laughs> when the puppy gets to age one and age two and age three, and he's still pooping on the nice carpet and chewing Whoa. up the shoes, Whoa. it might be time for a change. Whoa. That's all I'm saying. Because Whoa. either you're going to take the puppy to get him. He's not a puppy anymore. He's a dog. Whoa. You got to take him to train him up, take him to a personalized trainer, or you're going to have to put him down. Well, One he, of the two. He, here's, here's, here, here's what we're saying. Or give him away. All I have is Keanu Reeves. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! What are we doing, man? Bruh. That was me the whole game. What are we doing? Whoa! It's coaching, bro. We can't tackle. You tell me. You know what? When they talked about not going out in the heat, <laughs> when they talk about not going out in the heat and practicing, I see why. <laughs> see, fourth quarter, you get dominated. Man, you better stay out my closet. <laughs> Get your hands out I, of my pocket. I didn't know that there was clown clown shoes in the closet. Big time. Big, big, And huge a, a bunch of pairs of them. Right, right. Oh, and, yeah. and some other stuff we can't even recognize. Can't even, we don't know what it looks Listen, like. Listen, I went through through all of the stuff, and I said all in the recent weeks, we just don't know. Like, we just don't know. You You, you never know. Right? You can go through and say, I expected this, or I suspected this, or I projected this. All of those things, and I'm cool with it. But the reality was to keep saying, you cannot mess this up. And there are words that come to mind. Urgency, Mm. professionalism, Mm. consideration, Mm. 
knowledge, mm. experience. Mm. All of these things are in play. And through all of this, the expectation of the fan base. Listen, I, the skin in the game for the Husker fan is what I'm feeling pain for. Like, I'm an empath. So, as y'all ride, I ride. And I've – look, man, I felt that pain. Like, I – I got pains in my back right now. My back is fine. I haven't lifted anything today. But my back is hurting because I feel y'all. Like, I feel y'all. And I understand. Listen, I know you folks are on the text line, right? And let let me say this. Pay attention. The first 90 minutes after a game, it's call-in time. Get your phone calls in. Get in the queue. Wait. Be patient. But – after that, when we get down here, uh, we need to vent. <laughs> see, we got stuff to say. And see, here's the thing. Big time. Here's the thing. I was as equally prepared to stand and sing the fight song as I was to just sip water and sulk. I'm not surprised by either. I told y'all I'm going to give them credit. Until credit comes due. Mm. See, you had a shot to get me on board. And here's the thing. I went through all of this other stuff in play and said, Nebraska, football. You have the opportunity to be whatever version of yourself that you want. You were zero and zero. You had no nothing on your credit card. Mm. You had all the money in your bank account. Mm. You had brand new clothes to wear out to the club. Yeah. And you walked right outside and stepped in poop. <laughs> and then you you traipsed it all over the place. Listen, you could have done that in, 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 in Evanston, Illinois. You didn't have to send everybody over to Ireland and make them go through all that embarrassment. You imagine that airport? That airport is just going to be shame. It's going to be 42 Northwestern fans and 20,000 Nebraska fans. And them 42 fans going to give Nebraska fans the The business. business. The business. We could have stayed home and met all that other stuff. Right? You could have done your work. Now, the beauty of it all. You get another shot. You got another shot. You got another shot. Yeah. Here's the deal. Um, I understand that you could end up winning the game next week. But, but, hey, a man can build a thousand bridges, but let him crap his pants one time. And we remember mm. him grabbing his pants. Well, you got to think, this is, <laughs> this is game seven in a, in a seven-game losing skid. This is seven. Right, when was the last time Nebraska lost seven straight seven straight games, went on a seven-game skid? Uh, I don't even remember. I, I it, it couldn't have been while I've been alive. Mm. Who? Mm. Cali- seven-game skid? Mm. Mm. Did we go seven games two mm. years ago? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure. Did we go to seven games? Look, look, look man. Look, man. Uh, My heart hurts, y'all. Hey, hey. He, he, here's where I was. Right? Right? Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig, guess what? Guess what? You've uh, The Huskers lost, and I know you're having a bad day. 
I'm going to forgive you for that text because otherwise, if I wasn't a loving man and a good man with a good heart, you'd never be able to text again. You know why? Because I don't like it. How about that? See, this is the part we understand. See? Hey, Craig, you know what you can do? You don't like the way I'm handling this show? Call the owner. Call the station owner, and you tell him, hey, I don't like DP on the radio talking about the Huskers. Do that. Don't come at me with that tiptoe nonsense on a bad Saturday. Look, I don't need it, and I don't deserve it. Right. I don't deserve it. You know why you have this? Because somebody makes sure you have this. Yeah, the plays, the plays is being called. No, be a priest. Be a priest and be respectful. Like everybody having a tough Saturday. Don't be a jerk just to be a jerk. I can be a bigger jerk than you can. Guess what? I got the microphone. That's how that works. Don't, 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 don't try me today. Look, man, I, I even had a beverage. I'm out here smiling. (laughs) I'm out here smiling. You know what? You you know why? Hmm. You know why? Tell me. Because they get another shot. And I'm rooting for Husker Nation, and I'm rooting for the Husker Husker players, and I'm rooting for the coaching staff, and I'm rooting for the administration. So I'm rooting for I'm rooting for all the fans to get exactly what they want and what they deserve. And when you don't get it, you have to say, "Do better, do better." That's all anybody wants. That's what all anybody wants. Look, it's for all of this, you folks on the, on the text line. Again, I'm just saying, I'm with you, man. Look, I'm rooting for you. But if you come at me, guess what? I'm not the middle of the Nebraska defense. I'm not just going <laughs> to lay down and take it. How about that? How about that? Don't tiptoe at me. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not the one. Now. Hey, Bach, we'll throw the break. I want to load up, right? So we'll get to the next hour, and then we'll take a deep breath. Uh, Me and Vershawn are going to do a shot just because. Yeah. Just because. And then we'll come back and break down this next hour. As a matter of fact, we may just talk volleyball for the next 60 minutes. Come on back and find out. (laughs) This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Back to the Husker After Party postgame show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Game show. I wanted to read off the sponsors since uh, we got to pay these guys off. These guys are helping pay the bills here and helping us provide this excellent post game show for you. I'll send it back out to Tanner's with DP and Rashad here in a second. Uh, but I uh, wanted to give a shout out to Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. Outstanding service by professionals you can trust. Your neighbors trust them. Why can't you? Uh, call today at 402 423 6960 or go to actionlincoln.com. Also, want to thank Gary Michaels Clothiers. Look your best today with that with uh, one of America's top five tailored clothing retailers. Gary Michaels brings top brands and designs to Nebraska, located next to the Zipline Beer Hall at 56 and Pine Lake Road. Brandt uh, Excavating, also another sponsor here with us. Find your next career today at Brandt Excavating, who's served Nebraska for over 20 years. They're, hired for CD- they're hiring now for CDL drivers, equipment operators, and truck equipment mechanics, and they have fantastic benefits. Apply today at Brandt BrantExcavating.com. Of course, like we said, they're out at Tyner's Bar and Grill, and Tanner's is a place to be 
to watch all your sporting events with great food and beer specials. Stop by at Tanner's at Lincoln at 30th and Yankee Hill today. Also, this show being brought to you by Bowers Infrastructure. Bauer Infrastructure is paving the way to progress and is hiring heavy equipment truck mechanics, Class A CDL drivers, carpenters, laborers, equipment operators, and a crew foreman, and they have incredible benefits. Apply today at BauerInfrastructure.com. Another segment sponsor here, Vinny Krikak of State Farm Insurance. Whether you need help with auto, homeowners, or renter's insurance, call Vinny Krikak today at 402-474-1173 to start the pain-free process today. And this might be difficult for you guys, but I'll send it out to you. I'll just read it off, and then you guys have to make the difficult decision. Player of the Game sponsor today is America Senior Benefits. Today's Husker Player of the Game award is sponsored by America Senior Benefits, helping seniors get quality insurance that they need. You guys got a player of the game in mind. I do indeed. I'm going to go through some of the numbers. That's literally what we want to do. Bach, thanks for doing that. I want to go through some of the individual stats for the Huskers so you know what we're talking about. Casey Thompson, 25 of 42, two picks, uh, 59%. He threw for 355 yards, sacked twice with one TD. Uh, we can go through the receivers, but listen, when you drop when you drop balls, I can't make you play of the game. Like it's literally in the job description that whatever the quarterback puts up there for you, you go get it. As a matter of fact, as a receiver, if you can get your hands on it, it's supposed to stick and it's supposed to go to work. A guy you can talk about, and we could actually call him the player of the game, Let's welcome Anthony Grant to the Huskers. 19 carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns, a long of 46. Listen, if they don't call on you, that should have been a 28-carry game. Easy. I just want to point it out to you. When the guy's pumping five-plus a game, uh, a carry, give him the dang ball. That's why they're T-shirts. Like, yeah. we understand what this thing is. Didn't need a fullback to get this thing done. Listen, I understand Vokalek went down. I understand you don't know who your second, third, fourth tight end is. And I'm, I'm telling you, whoever you put out there ain't it. They're no. not it. They're, it. they're not it. And explain and another thing. Explain <laughs> to me. Yeah. Explain <laughs> to me. In the two most critical drives of the game, two most critical drives of the game, why are you – Focusing on a tight end who's the fifth best receiver at the mm. tight end position and your 11th best pass catcher on the team. I don't know. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. Explain why that to me so I understand. There. Listen, what, what great coaches do is they get the best players the ball at the most crucial moments. That's your job. Mm. That's your job. And the easiest guy to get it to is your running back who was running flats and curls wide open. And you didn't choose to do it. So we're going to give it to Anthony Grant because I thought from what was asked and what was required, look, he checked, he, he, he rang the bell, he gave some delivery. They should have done better by him. But you know what? There's always next week. He'll put up another 100 next week against the JV squad, and that's cool. Like, we need to see him against the JV get his work in. I need Casey to get the work. Throw for 400 next week, all said and done. Now, a couple of things on the defensive side. Slight surprise for you. I want you to pay attention to these numbers for Sean. Leading tackler, Luke Reimer. Reimer with five and seven. How many did he miss, though? Hey, that part. How many did he miss? That part. But here's the thing. O'Shawn Mathis gave you ten tackles today. See, when people miss what what was being done, when they moved their edge setters away from the big silver back from Northwestern, mm. Right, plays were being made on the backside, hustle plays, and and and, yes. and 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 downhill. I'm not mad at that. Mm. Look, but we shouldn't ask Oshawn Masters to give us ten tackles, with no tackles for loss. No, ta- hey, Plan couldn't even rub. End. Couldn't rub. Right, 
Plan, uh, plan on the look, end, though. Heinrich, 12 for, for Reimer, 9 for Heinrich, 7 for Buford, too many, because they were all deep. And Listen. Uh, we can't tackle DP. Every I'm convinced of it. We no, cannot no. tackle you DP. Wanted, you wanted long. You didn't want physical. We can't tackle. Hey, no, 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 no. We we heard the entire offseason there was length to cut into the passing game, but this length wasn't about tackling. Well, today it wasn't about either. How do you, how, what it do wasn't you say about to the, all those defensive backs with their mouthpieces hanging? Listen, I, I hate to be, be petty, Paul. I hate to be Petty Peter. I had I hate to be Petty Pearson. I I hate to do it, but listen to me. If if there's a football team that's got my name on it, and a player, a player, <laughs> one one player, one player walked his tail across that stripe. Thank you. Without his mouthpiece in, it's a problem. I ought to call timeout and set it on fire. Absolutely. Absolutely. Set it on fire, the discipline of how things are supposed Absolutely. to be done. Don't tell me you did everything you were supposed to do when you didn't do the basics. Yep. Small you things. didn't do the basics. You got you look, hitters need the mouthpiece. Absolutely. That's how I know a hitter. Absolutely. You show me a middle linebacker that, that's got his T showing, I'll show you a middle linebacker. I'm I'm about to stiff arm. Or, or hit him up underneath his chin. Right. Now, now let's go through some of this because I want to give you some of the Northwestern numbers. When you hear what they did, remember all the talk about Helensky not being a dude? Mm. Helensky lit it up 27 of 38, a quarterback rating of 157.8. Wow. He threw for 314 yards, two touchdowns. Right? Through all of that. All of that. Rushing, rushing attempts. Hall was 22 of 119. Well, look at Porter. Porter, 19 for 96. Simplicity. You you, 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 you got beat up. Beat up. We're going to give those T-shirts away. Relax. Give us time. Give us time. We'll give out the shirts. We'll give them away. We'll, we'll take care of you. Just let us let us do our thing. We, uh, we will do that. I Look, look. That's too much. Hey, special teams. That's what I'm interested in. Special teams. Remember, brand new, right? Yeah. What they sing in the whiz? Feels like a brand new day. <laughs> I thought you was going to break out in the song. <laughs> Slide me. <laughs> Listen to this. I just want to understand. The, the returners. Did we get pump returns? We, had, we didn't have one. I don't think we had – I don't think we returned one. What here's – here's the question for Sean. What facet of the game did Nebraska win? Offense versus their defense, defense versus offense, or special teams versus special teams, or coaching versus coaching? I mean, the closest you can get would be special teams, and I, and, and I, can't, I can't necessarily say that. Because they had misses. Remember, they had a couple field goals that they missed. So, if I had to go with one, it would be special teams. Mm. Simple. If. Simple. Right? Yeah. Uh, all of it. Right? All of it. I got things I need to know. Mm. Um, and once again, I'll say this. Uh, you, you, you text line uh, gangsters. Uh, ain't much for you to say if, if I stop you from talking. Right. Look, act like you've grown up. Act like you got some sense. Simplicity. Simplicity. Yeah. Me and Rashawn are two grown men. Yeah. Say what's up. 
Hit us with. We're gonna give those. We're gonna work. Give those away later. I know you know you. You already understand. I just here's the thing. It's a tough day for everybody. So there's no point of being a jerk about it. We're just trying to figure out where we are. Take the temperature of the room. Yes. Right. So we know where we are. And we know where we are. We know where we are. We're on one. We're on one in a winnable game. In a winnable game. Now you got a chance to get right next week. Start yes. start tomorrow. Yes. And that's all that matters. They're flying back right now, right? That's, I, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I, I hope to watch the to film. Back. I hope to watch the film on the plane. They need. You know what? Some. You know what the team? You know what the team movie will be on the way back? What? Northwestern. Ah, the whole game. Northwestern. I'm gonna make you watch it, and yeah. nobody sleeps. Yeah. Nobody sleeps. Everybody eats, but nobody sleeps. Yeah. Like I, I, I want to know. And you know what? They should be sitting together. Yeah. Defensive backs sitting together. I need defense on one half playing offense and the other half special teams. Which special room teams to you was the worst room on defense? Up front. Defensive line. The, the well, room no, no, we, no. They they were all they look, none of none of them can be proud of themselves today. Hmm. Look, you got gashed. Yeah. You got gashed. Basic running plays. Yeah. And give Fitzgerald credit for doing what he does well. He simply said, if you're not gonna run stop. I'm going to keep running the same play. Big he didn't football. run anything. He didn't run anything different. Nope. He wasn't exceptional. He he wasn't creative. Mm. He ran eight plays that you couldn't stop. Yep. Eight. He played basic eight football. Plays. Beat you. Eight plays. So I don't know. Look, defensive backfield wasn't good. You got picked apart by a Northwestern team that everybody said didn't have a passing game to measure up. That's true. Right? Linebacker play. Listen, you made a lot of tackles, but a lot of those were you falling back with somebody falling on your chest. Yeah, well, we missed a lot. I right? bet the linebackers missed 10 right? tackles. Falling easy. on your chest. Right? Yeah. You, you, Look, look, my, my middle linebackers can't have dirty backs, man. No. But that's what it was. And yeah. up front, listen, we didn't get pressure. We've been talking about it forever. You can't get home with three, four, or five. Do you strip all the black shirts off of them? Hey, look, who, who earned it? I don't think any of them. Who earned it? I mean, the, the fact that O'Shine didn't have one and he was still out there balling. He out and, there running and, it down. And, 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 and answer me, riddle me this one. Why did they take Tommy Hill out the game and put in Braxton Clark? Don't know. Thought maybe injury okay. or something. No, and because and, and, Tommy Hill ended the game. Yeah. I'm going to read some of these texts. So, 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 folks, and we do appreciate you texting and uh, communicating. Uh, Texter says, you knew the end of the first half, the game was over. They had already beat us time of possession in a close brawl, and it was clear that without us even attempting to establish a running game that we were going to lose the fourth quarter. The game was over at halftime. Look, the timeouts at the end of the first half, again, another thing you're going to have to answer questions about. And listen, nobody's, nobody's saying we know better, but you made decisions, and the result you're responsible for. Is uh, anyone answer the phones? Uh, I don't know who's there. Uh, box there. We should have a couple of folks there answering. Uh Gingerbeard Man says the linebackers were slow, uh, right? Uh, I don't know about the fair catching thing. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't understand it. As a kick returner myself, I, I I don't understand it. D look exhausted. They were out there all day. Uh, time of possession. Yep, all of that. Are, they're facts. Uh, Matt says, do you think all the missed tackles had to do with the lack of contact during practice in the spring? Absolutely. Tackling is a mindset. Absolutely. Tackling is a commitment to execution. That's all there is. There's l- listen. Uh, John Thompson used to say his favorite basketball players are dude who play basketball like they were at the edge of the cliff and there was no mattress at the bottom. Mm. That's wow. how you tackle. 
Right? Simplicity. That's the stuff that, that we need to do. Turn the music off at practice. Man. Go uh, back to the, to the ABCs of football. Blocking and tackling. Understand what the fundamentals are. We had too many guys arm tackling. They're up high. And that went from O'Shawn to our defensive backs mm-hmm. to our linebackers. Mm-hmm. Everybody out there. And what was funny to me is our entire defensive line, none of them could get off a block. It was like Velcro. <laughs> I told you all I, all I heard was Vince Lombardi. All we do is grab, grab, grab. That's all. That, that's literally what was in my head. Uh, through all that, Bryce, we tried to get through the phones. Uh, he says that he hopes you read this on air. Scott Frost uh, has a low football IQ if he truly called that onside kick up 11. He has fake passion for Nebraska football. He showed zero fire and emotion when he was asked if, he simply, if he'd ever stepped down. He's the most monotone, monotone uh, B.S. Andrew, I think he's coaching at Nebraska to try to inflate his ego. He's certainly uh, not here to make Nebraska better. Again, that's the texture. That's not from me. Um, uh, Josh says, pony up, go get Urban Meyer. Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about that. I'll tell you about Urban Meyer. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, I, I, I hosted his show in Utah. I just want to – we'll have a different yeah, conversation. We have a different – uh, DP, your spot on. No need to throw in the towel. Maybe it humbled all the transfers. The players need us. Go bid rake. Pill. Um, this is not about the transfers. This is not about the transfers. Mm-mm. Your transfers, your transfers showed up. Mm-hmm. Look, the Imagine team without the transfers, the team wasn't good enough today. Like everybody, like we don't have to agree on everything, but we can agree on the team. All of them weren't good enough today, mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity and the chance to get better tomorrow. Now, it is what it is. Uh. From Craig says, I uh, love that you just said all black shirts, VJ. Yeah, I mean, that's a, uh, that that's true. Like, listen, it is a thing. Uh, Faisal says, Kyle Whittingham. Look, if they call Kyle Whittingham, uh, I'd meet him at the airport. I'd meet him at the airport. I'd carry his bags. Just saying. Uh, Adam still says, I'm still at 10 and 2. Screw the boo-boo. Cry babies. Criticism is part of getting better. Yeah. Friction is required to get for greatness. Look, you got to figure out a way to fix the things that are wrong, right? And you can't fix a thing that's wrong if you won't admit that it's wrong. <laughs> you know, if, la, 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 everything's great. Nothing to see here. I'm fine. Yeah. But you just went 0-1 in Dublin against Northwestern. Yeah. If, if, a, if, a, pipe, if a water pipe busts in your house, well, do you patch it well, or do you fix it? Well, in order, was an alcoholic telling you the first the first part of the solution is admitting you have a problem? That's right. <laughs> you got a problem. You got a problem. You got a problem. You Everybody got a problem. Knows, right? And it's called being humble. Cleveland Mike says that he get beat up, DP. They got punked. No, I thought they, I thought they, I thought they resist. They tried to resist, but that leads to conditioning, strength, uh, endurance, all those things, which is another discussion mm-hmm. that we have to have. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys are funny. Uh, some of these I can't read because, you know, uh, we'll try to be nice. Is it too soon to start talking about the next head coach? Yes, we do. It's too soon. Uh, Mathis had two tackles. No, those are the stats. Those are the stats. Uh, no Omar Manning are correct. That's a thing. Uh, no Ramir Johnson. That's a thing. No Gabe Irvin. That's a thing. Um, amongst everything else, right? Amongst everything else. Uh, those things matter. Well, who are the other receivers? We lost both at the. We lost both lines of scrimmage. The, that's a state. Look, we've been saying all summer 
that the key was going to be what happened with the bigs. You can tell me you brought in all the skill position players you want, but if you have some big thumpers to control the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. on either side of the ball, run, stop, look, fit is one thing, mm-hmm. fold is another. <laughs> look, I, I, was, I, was a shock, I was shocked that I thought we would be able to get more push up front from yeah. those big guys up front. Yeah. Um, Angry in Colorado says, Grant did nothing outside of the one run, probably averaged less than three yards a carry, excluding that the punter was the best player. Um, I'm not mad at Grant. He, he, look, he, he's a home run hitter. Yes. So he hit a home run. He did his job. My issue with Grant is that he had 19 carries instead of 28. Like that, That's my issue with Grant. That, that's what it, you know. Uh, Ladder guy says, I'm not okay with Fl- uh, Frost blaming his defense for the loss. I, I'm not I'm not cool with him blaming anybody other than himself because that's his job. Mm. That's literally his job. I will do better next week. I will do better. That's what that's what a leader says. That's what I leader will get says. us Absolutely. better and it starts with me. I'm not gonna say, hey Rashawn, look man, I ain't getting no sleep no last night. That was your fault. Right. No, 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 no. I will do better. I'm accountable for me because if I'm accountable for me, you'll be accountable for me, for me too. Mm-hmm. And it's my job to take the burden off of you. Yeah. You don't have to be responsible for me. But, you know, again, this is kind of the thing that we've been doing. Um, through all of that, uh, I, I think, John says, I've not heard a better rant ever. Um, here's my thing. I came to celebrate. That's why we got up today. Mm-hmm. We got up to show out and celebrate this program. Well, we've been waiting. Though. It was great to be back together again. Yes. But I can tell you, when I walked in, look, we had to tailgate the ticket. And for everybody who came out to the parking lot and hung out and loved on us and mm-hmm. let us love on them, thank y'all. We're going to do that again. Oh, yeah, it was fun. We're going to do that again. We came to show. We walked into Tanner's. Packed. Packed, not a table to be found. Mm. The crowd, look, even up late, they were still here. But we don't make the news, we just report it. That's it. Like, it's simple. And I would love to be able to say everything good about the program, about the players, about the coaching staff, etc. But that is just not true let me say this i think offensively and i've said it before i've said it for the last four years Mm -hmm. you don't make a commitment to the run by running a spread a shotgun a pistol you make a commitment to the run when you get underneath center and you put a fullback back there that can actually block well i mean you're a fullback you're tied in like those are things it's a part of your makeup yes it's part of your dna yes i i think for for this team one, you got to fix the tight end position. You've got to fix that. You've got, you, and now you got a bigger problem, right? Well, because you, you don't know if your guy is out, right? And I said before the game that Vokalek was the most important per- player in the game today, uh, and when he went down, it went left, like it went way, way left. Now this is where it lies on Mickey Joseph, because I'm going to be efficient in the personnel I put on the on the field regardless of, of down and distance. Yeah. Because if you ask me as a passing game coordinator to win a game throwing the ball, 
I'm not going to let you put the 11th best receiver on the on the field mm. during critical mass. Mm. Like we threw three passes to dudes that we we hadn't talked I about. Didn't, all. We didn't know talk who about. It was. Like listen, and do we not have enough tape on the players who returned? We know who they are. Did we expect them to be different than that? Yeah, I think so. Oh, no, we got to know better than that. We got to know better than that. Uh, Ginger Beer Marion, you're absolutely right. I'd rather see Brewington. You're absolutely right. I don't well, why understand. wouldn't Brewington end I in that don't situation? Know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to ask him on Monday. I'm going to ask him on Monday. Look, uh, Bob says this. I really thought Nebraska was going to be able to rush the passer and stop the run. Couldn't get either done. Their quarterback was able to order food, get it. Was able to eat it, still had time to throw the ball. Northwestern made us one-dimensional because of no rushing attack. Remember, Nebraska put up 100. You had a 100-yard rusher. Yep. The problem was, late in the game, you abandoned the running game. Absolutely. Late in early, really. You abandoned the running game. Look, Northwestern had 200 yards rushing from two running backs. Right? You had one at 96, you had the other one at 112. You did your thing. There was a way to do this. That's how Northwestern won the game. That's how they won the win. That's how they won the game. Yep. And you're yep. right. Hilinski needs an NIL deal for Uber Eats because he was back there chilling. 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 Can they, uh, can they get the NIL deal taken away? No. You signed the contract. You signed the contract. Wow. Uh, DP, whose who's call would it have been to put those scrub wide receivers in during those critical moments? Look, the coaches. Like, the players just don't run on the field. Right. They were assigned. Somebody told them to get in the game. Well, well, well that, that that's what I, I need. Especially not, know, especially not knowing what you were going to call. Yeah, buddy. Look, route combinations where, you, again, you have guys who can run those crossing routes, who run those mesh routes. I don't, if it's vocal, like, yes, I don't want any of the other tight ends running the mesh com- combination in the most critical drives of the game. No. Why would I just not put four receivers out there? They know you're going to throw. I want them to know. Right? Like, I'm just trying to understand. Uh, Vokalek, again, I thought he was going to be the most important player on the field. And I thought late in the game, if he had been healthy, it would have been helpful to have. Um, that's a tough loss. That, yeah, that's that's going to be a tough loss moving forward. Yeah. You know, look, there, there's no – there's no. There's, <laughs> the text was like, answer, I need to talk about Husker football. <laughs> you have 90 minutes after every game to call. We will take all your calls in that 90 minutes. After that, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yo, yo. It's our time. Hey, we're going to throw the break. We're going to give away some T-shirts to folks who are in the building, uh, folks who have hung out uh, through thick and thin. We're going to give away some T-shirts. And then we might even talk a little John Cook, a little volleyball. Man. Hey, man, let's have some fun. Come on with it, DP. Let's have some fun here from Tanners. We'll be right back. To the Husker After Party postgame show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into 93.7 The Ticket's Husker football game postgame show. I want to get some sponsors out of the way here before we throw it back to DP and VJ. Uh, this is sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill. Tanner's is the place to be to watch all your sporting events with great food and beer specials. Stop by Tanner's in Lincoln at 30th and Yankee Hill. And this segment is also sponsored by Bauer Infrastructure. Bauer Infrastructure is paving the way to progress and is hiring heavy equipment truck mechanics. Class A CDL drivers, carpenters slash laborers, equipment operators, and crew foremen. And they have incredible 
incredible benefits. Apply today at BauerInfrastructure.com. But I will throw it back to VJ and DP down there right now. Thank you, Harrison. Appreciate you hanging in. We're live at Tanner's. Going to be down here for another half hour or so. Uh, and volleyball, look, first serve about 7.03. So the number one team in the country, the number one team in the country, uh, resides in Lincoln, and they're playing down at Devaney. Uh, I might, I might have to head down there. I may have to head down. Well, that to might Devaney. be a good, good venue to go to and yeah. see some winners. Yeah, you know, there's that sort of thing. Want to ha- thank Cassie and staff for taking care of us down here. Cassie, um, you know, in yeah. the building. Yeah, she's running things. Big boss lady, you know, she's doing her thing. We appreciate it. We really do. Um, I, I, I thought a couple of things. It would be appropriate to go through. And grade the groups. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys on the text line, give us your grades. And 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 I know I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> I have a pretty good idea. Uh, let's start with the defensive secondary. Um, I thought that they missed way too many tackles. I thought you had receivers running wide open all over the place. They had mental bust back there. I gave them a a C minus, D plus. No, no, yeah. Uh, hey, Harrison, do me a favor. That uh, fi- that seven five seven three number, block that number. <laughs> gotcha, DP. Just, thank you, kind sir. Uh, simplicity, uh, linebackers. What do you grade about at? Linebackers, I was sorry, I got sidetracked. You got laughed out. You laughed yeah, at that too. Yeah, I was reading that text. I laughed at that too. Like, yeah, I did. I did. Anyway, um, uh, linebacker again. I, I, I'm a, I'm a C plus. I'm, a, I'm not even a C plus. I'm a D. I'm a D. I'm a D at the linebacker spot. I thought that Reimer flew around. He did what he did, but they may miss way too many tackles in the open field, man. I mean, in space, no, they they never filled holes. I don't know if we got one tackle for a, for a loss from that linebacker crew. And so for me. Uh, I, I mean, I, I grew up with the black shirts, and I think that those guys, if they got a black shirt on, they got to take more pride in making sure that they make tackles and not miss tackles. So, D, D and, and the linebacker crew. All right. Up front, the biggins on the defensive line. Uh, How do you grade them? I gave them an F. Um, <laughs> I mean, and here's You why. said that quick. Yeah, well. Like, here's... you said that. You put, like, extra Fs on the F. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> Triple S. You went out. You went out. You got O'Shawn Matthews. Right? You went out and got Devin Drew. You went out and got the other kid that's uh, that, that that's on campus. Mm-hmm. You went and got guys in the building, and they got no pressure. We heard all of this, this, that, and the third. How the the rush, the, the bookends, Caleb Tanner, Nelson. Nobody got any. Did we have a sack? Did we have one sack? Nope. We didn't have one sack. No. And in that situation, I mean, to me, you know, I, I don't know how much money we spent in NIL, but I can tell you right now that wasn't money well spent because it didn't get us anything. We, we went, the, the, the product on the field still said we lose. When it's time to step up, our defensive line didn't step up and make plays. And it's far too many times the safeties were making plays that defensive backs or the defensive line and linebackers should be making. Yeah, there's there's not much to talk about on an offensive line, VJ. Uh, you know, I'm torn. I, I gave the offense a C because I thought that they protected for the first for the most part Casey Thompson really well. Mm-hmm. They, I thought they made a good pocket for him. He had plenty of time to pass. 
That was in the first half. First, maybe third quarter as well. But after that, they completely, completely fell apart. And the fact that they couldn't get any drive off the ball, that's what kind of alarmed me. Because, yeah, you got two cream puffs coming. Well, so-called cream puffs coming. But then you have to – you got Oklahoma, and then you get into Big Ten country. Mm-hmm. And as we saw, every Big Ten team is going to do what Northwestern did to us. Run it right up the gut. Right down our throat. They're going right to run at Tanner. The they're going to run at Oshan. They're going to run at Nelson. And they're going to they're gonna say, we're going to challenge you guys up front to make a play. None of them made plays as far as I was concerned. What it, Grading the tight end position. Before Volklet got hurt, I thought the tight end position, I would have gave us a B. I thought they blocked well. Um, I thought they blocked the, 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 the edges when they got an opportunity to block. Let me back up. Whatever happened to the pitch play, DP? Where's that going? To? Ball handling, not a part of the, the, the system. I mean, pitch play. A simple, a, Coach Osborne said this when we had him on on Wednesday. I said, Coach, what would have been your first play? He said, oh, I suppose just to see what they're doing, a 48 pitch. Well, stretch, stretch them out. Yeah, so. Stretch them out. I, I mean. Flatline a defensive front. Uh, a defensive front seven is, is necessary to know what they're doing. So I think once Vokalek went out, I got I to gotta drop the tight ends back down because we have no tight end after Vokalek. I thought Chancellor would, would have been the guy, but he was nowhere to be found. Don't understand it. Don't know. Yeah, and and, and that's that's something that we definitely need to get the answer to on that one because I thought Chancellor, as far as his pass-catching ability, he gives you the best chance to win. I I agree. Uh, running back position. Running back, uh, I, I gave him a B because I thought what Grant did on the limited carries that he had – a running back has to get the flow of the game going. Mm-hmm. He starts feeling it. And as the game goes, a running back gets looser and looser. And he gets better and better. He starts visualizing things, and he can see things that he couldn't see in the first quarter. So I thought we, 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 we did good. I didn't like Yant on the goal line. I think he's got to find a way to get it into the end zone. Yeah, there's no excuse. No, no, it's no excuse. There's no excuse. Uh, John and Cortland says DB's a D, out linebackers a D, D line a D, quarterback C, receiver C, tight end B, O line D, overall C minus. We didn't even ask coaching staff. Ah, man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's supposed to be. I, I, I'm gonna I'm give them. First of all, you got a loss. So, I mean, in the, the loss in itself, I, I think if I'm just gonna go out. I mean, I gave the coaching staff a D. I mean. You can't you can't go and coach a game up, right? And then coach a really good game and go up fourteen points. You, you just can't do that and then lose the game. You went up fourteen twice and still found a way to lose the game. I don't. I'm not necessarily buying that. And there should have been some adult in the room that told uh, Mr. Frost if he did make that call. Hey, 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 sir. We ain't doing that, bro. We, we can fight on the, over here on the sideline, bro. One coach could have just said no. Bro, if, if I'm Bill Bush, I would have looked him in his face and said, bro, we ain't doing well, that, no, that's, when, that's when you throw your hands up in there and walk away so everybody know it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't doing <laughs> that, dog. <laughs> I, I still say on, on when we talk special teams, because if I give special teams a grade, it would be – I thought we did okay. I would yeah. give us a C. Yeah. I thought we could have been better on kickoff returns. It looked like we were fish out of water. Why? Because we don't practice it live. You got to practice this stuff live so when the real bullets are flying, you know what to do. You know the angles to take. Well, this is what I ask you. How can you decide who your best players are if you don't compete? You can't. 
If you don't go one against one, how do you and one well, versus two? Well, even if you do, if you're going to go one against one, I hope you're going one against one and going 150 miles an hour, not one against one brother-in-law, one against one. Ladder guy says all positions outside of Grant are a C or D today. I, I would because agree Frost won't get a B, a, B, or C, but he'll get an L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Ah, he didn't get it. He didn't even yeah. get an F. He went straight to L. Yeah. Um. Joe. Joe says this hard for the linebackers to make plays and fill holes when the defensive tackles keep getting shoved back into them. All that's true. Yeah, but you know what? As a linebacker, we missed far too many open field tackles. Period. Point blank. There was a couple times we could have made the play in the backfield, and we we straight whiffed. Gingerbread Gingerbeard Man just asked the question that I was asking myself all day. Hmm. And it was based on Scott Frost saying that he was the CEO and that he would pass along and get out of the way. But he's, Ginger Beardman says, stick to being the CEO and let Bill run the special teams. What happened? What hap- that's, not, that's not what was on the marquee. That's not what we were sold. That's not what we were promised. So what happened? Mm. And did he do that on offense or defense? One leads to the next. Well, I mean, that's one the leads question. to the next. Well, listen, I, I would I would answer ask that question that if you got to the fourth team receivers, I didn't even say tight end. I said fourth team receiver. Mm. Mm. Like we got some explaining to do. Yeah, loser. how did Oliver make it into the game? Like and 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 J- Mickey told us that, that 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 Lever was second second in the depth chart. And I didn't understand. I look, man. He knows his. He knows his dudes. But we know, as Husker fans, we've seen that movie before. Oh man! <laughs> we knew what, 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 what happens there. So there's a lot of questions. There are more questions to answer. And you know, I love to tell you, uh, if you want to know uh, the status of of your program and your team, how many questions do you have about it? We have more questions today than we had yesterday. Wow. Yeah, it left, it, it, it left me with such a bad taste in my mouth and, not, and understanding we don't know who this football team is. We still don't know the identity of this football team. We do know this. In the fourth quarter, we get weaker. That has to get stopped. Somebody somewhere, I don't know what we're doing, but we're not in shape enough because it looked like to me in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. Northwestern was a stronger team. John says, John and Beatrice says, I'm not convinced Frost called the onside kick. If you watch the broadcast, it looked like Bush asked the kicker what he was doing. I'm hoping he was just standing up for his players, not an excuse, just hoping. Look, head coach. He said he called it. He said he called it. I would bet John may be right. Either way, because it might have been the kicker did it on his own. That that's even worse. But but did you see the kicker's reaction? Was like I didn't. Uh no, that was what I was supposed to do. I mean Frost said he made the call. He which is what the, co- the call. which is what the head coach should say should say. If but he truly made the call. If he made the call. But, want, but in that situation he, I got the yeah. audio clip pulled up. Please give the audio one more time. Please do. All right. Here is Scott Frost kind of explaining that onside kick call. Yeah, uh, you know, in hindsight, uh We've been talking to the kids about being aggressive and attacking this thing for weeks, and I think they did that. Um, part of it was we had we had a couple things that we wanted to be aggressive on. We had 
one earlier that we wanted to see if we got the look we wanted and we we got a look that was really good for it and uh I made that call so that's on me um you know at the at that point in the game I thought all the momentum was on our side I thought if we got it we could end the game um and it, the way we were playing uh you know I I felt at that point like uh like we had a really good chance of winning the game and I felt like maybe we were the better team and you know you, you can't really foresee them scoring 14 straight uh, and us sputtering after we'd played well to start the second half on offense so again those are excuses if I had it over I wouldn't make the call <laughs> listen listen I'm gonna play that clip forever <laughs> Did he ever for, answer the question? Forever. <laughs> I'm going to play that clip. Bruh. We had the momentum, and I thought if we got the onside kick, we would totally bury him. No. You kick the ball down the doggone field. That's how you bury him. And you let your defense bury him the right way. I, I am stunned. Not with a short field. Harrison, play that, play that again. Like, this is fascinating. He said, I think – it was a, like he said, I think, which means you didn't know. Mm. And then you said that the players made a decision, right? D- did I hear that right? Play, play that, that again, Harrison. Time, Harrison. That is fantastic. Yep, okay, here's his long-winded explanation again. Yeah, uh, you know, in hindsight, uh, we've been talking to the kids about being aggressive and attacking this thing for weeks, and I think they did that. Um Part of it was we had we had a couple things that we wanted to be aggressive on. We had one earlier that we wanted to see if we got the look we wanted, and we we got a look that was really good for it. And uh, I made that call, so that's on me. Um, you know, at the at that point in the game, I thought all the momentum was on our side. I thought if we got it, we could end the game. Um, and it, the way we were playing, uh, you know, I I felt at that point like. Uh, like we had a really good chance of winning the game and I felt like maybe we were the better team and you know you, you can't really foresee them scoring 14 straight uh, and us sputtering after we'd played well to start the second half on offense so again those are excuses if I had it over I wouldn't make the call <laughs> so there okay. it is. <laughs> boy that is something special that is something special. Uh, we're going to throw the break. We'll come back. We'll close out post-game show here at Tanner's. We appreciate folks hanging out with us. But, boy, oh, boy, that, that thing's going to have He's lights. got some explaining to do, That thing, Lucy, he got some explaining to do. We'll be right back. Now we're infrastructure and the ad council. Back to the Husker After Party post-game show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the final segment of the post-game show with 93.7 The Ticket. I want to shout out our sponsors real quick before we wrap it up here with DP and VJ. Thank you to Bauer Infrastructure and Vinny Creekrack of State Farm Insurance and American Senior Benefits. And also shout out to Tanner's Bar and Grill. Tanner's is the place to watch all your sporting events with great food and beer specials. Stop by Tanner's and Lincoln at 30th in Yankee Hill today. And we'll throw it back to VJ and DP. We want to thank everybody for hanging out with us on the text line, the Charter Hamer text line, the Honda Lincoln hotline folks who called in in the first 90 minutes. We'll do the same thing next week, and I'm just letting you know, I mean, the rules apply. So if you want to call and rant and rave 
and rage uh, after next week's game. It should be a win, but, hey, we don't know. 2.30 kickoff, which means the pregame will be live at Tipsy Tina's starting at 12 o'clock, 12 noon. Mm. Come on down to the Haymarket, post up with us at Tipsy Tina's, hang out, 2.30 kickoff. It's North Dakota, a chance to get right and a chance to get even. And then after that, for the first 90 minutes, so approximately from 5.30 to 7, uh, you'll have opportunity to call in and celebrate a Husker win. Mm. And then from 7 to 9, if there's no volleyball, we'll be here at Tanner's uh, bringing, you, bringing you the action. Now, again, head down to the Vanny Center. Go down and watch the, the, the number one Huskers uh, play against Pepperdine. And then next Saturday, you know what? They mm. do play at 7 o'clock. Nice. Next week. So we'll do in-house, low-volume post-game show from Tanner's after that while watching uh, the volleyball game as well. So we appreciate that. Uh, things that you can fix for Sean. Give me something that you can fix in a week. I think you can fix making a, a better effort to run the ball. Um, I think you can fix tackling the ball. I think you can fix getting getting the ball out a little bit better. I mean, we, we really didn't get any turnovers. You know, uh, and, and you got to fix that. I think you have to get more balls out, especially when a team runs the ball 40 times a game. You got to be able to get one or two fumbles on the ground. We did get one, but that was on a piss poor tackle. That was like a cross body block. Mm-hmm. He put his helmet on the ball, mm-hmm. and we got it back. I like that part. Mm-hmm. But I think defense has to get into the scoring, uh, score some points, and then offensively, we can't make bonehead decisions like, I mean, special teams. It like, is what it is do that and yeah, kick you, the ball. Yeah, you, you, can't, you, you, you can't beat yourself. You can't. We talked about, I mean, turnovers, three turnovers to one. Yep. That's not the way this should go. And you didn't even count the, the onside kick as a turnover. So, really, four that, turnovers. That's definitely a turnover. So, four turnovers in the game, uh, that's four too many. It's unacceptable. You're not good enough to do that. Yeah. So, again, not the result, not the day you want, not the start you want. Uh, for you folks in Ireland, travel back well. Coach. Be safe. Coaches, you got work coaches, tomorrow. That's another thing. Yeah, coach, yeah, yeah, they, 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 they got to fix that. Well, they got to get that together. But you know what's required? The boss has to fix that. Well, it and, starts and, with and him. And by the boss, I mean Trev. Ooh, you mean that boss? That boss, the big boss. Yeah, that he that conversation Oof. needs to be had. Oof, that conversation needs to be had Oof. because today was unacceptable. Yeah, it's very unacceptable. It was unacceptable. There's no way to sugarcoat it. You can't put lipstick on the pig. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you can't put the poop back in. It is what it is. You're zero and one. You got a chance to get right next week. Get yourself even. Give yourself a chance to reset, regroup, redirect. Again, find your way down to Devaney. Number one team in the country. Come on. The Husker Volleyball Women will take on Pepperdine. Seven o'clock, first serve. Get yourself down there. In spite of all things, remember, go Big Red.